0: Welcome back, metalheads, beer drinkers, and bullshitters. Uh, this is episode 3.3, The Unfuckening. After having to trash two other episodes, uh, I'm Sean. I'm Juan. I'm
1: John. Big, Big nose. nose.
0: And we have a special guest here, and I'm going to let John take over from this point. Oh, I'm sorry, Big Nose take over from this point. Get it straight. Juan-, so,
1: Juan will beat you over the head with a frying pan.
0: You go ahead. You introduce the guest. This is all you, buddy.
1: Oh, wow. <sighs> This guy needs no introduction in the Berks County rock and roll music scene, metal scene. Um, I've known this gentleman for a very, very long time, since he was like 14 years old, I believe. The one, the only, Stoyer. Gloom Doom, Sluggernaut, uh, Common Enemy. Uh, how many more fucking bands are you in?
2: Currently? Mushmouth.
1: Mushmouth, yes, yeah. yes. Damn it, I've almost what we're basing this one off of. Yeah, I'm doing that. So uh we're gonna jump right into this. We're gonna we're gonna do the get to know you section.
2: It's like the dating game.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um these two suitors over here are gonna be. Well what inviting... will
2: you do in door number two?
1: Well, Whatever uh, you want. <laughs> uh, you talked to Sean about that in door number two. Sean likes door. That's number where two. we keep
0: the gimp. <laughs> oh, I thought you were the gimp. I am not the gimp. Jesus Christ, that thing's
1: used and abused back there. That. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Whenever I think about Gimps, I just think about Pulp Fiction. <laughs> All right.
3: or bring John
1: Gimp, either more <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's let's start at the beginning of of everything. Your first band, Six Twenty One. Oh yeah. <laughs> How old were you when you started that shit? Uh, I mean, you were young as fuck.
2: Yeah. When we actually probably started putting shit together, we like sixteen. Really. Yeah. And then, because I was only like, I think I was a junior in high school. I went not start playing until like the following fall.
1: You guys never saw him in this band. This, nope. when, just remember back in the day, the drum set that I had, it was like. In the cage? Yes, his was bigger. Like, well, I walked into one of their shows and I just went, I love this band. They have <laughs> more drums than me. And here, here he is just lugging his stuff away. And I'm like, dude. That drum set's so awesome. He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like,
2: Ooh. It sounded good. It still fucking sounds good. I still have it. Nice. It's just a bitch to carry 14 yeah. drums.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was, that's how many was. It, was, it was. It was 11 that were all the same kit, and then I had Broto-Toms, because they're cool. <laughs> they're still fucking cool.
1: I, I can't find them anywhere nowadays. I really I can't. Really? Yeah.
2: Pawn
0: shops. Does it go up to the ceiling and rotate and shit like Tommy Lee?
1: Or? No,
2: I wish it did. <laughs> I I always thought about building like the cage like in Wayne's World when Garth plays the solo because he has like the upside down boom stands with the symbols on it.
1: Nice. <laughs> I always wanted
2: to do that.
1: Six twenty one kicked around for a bunch of years. Uh, who did you play with at that
2: time? Uh fuck. In the band or like band was? Well, in the band. Uh there's fuck. Floyd. Floyd, who ended up in Gloom Doom with me and is in Slugger Now with me now, he uh, played bass at the time. Uh, Matt, he is a tattoo artist now. I think Hunter's a fucking computer technician now. And I think Mike is a banker, I think. <laughs> I do me and Floyd are the only ones that stuck with it and kept doing music. I mean, tattoo art, that's pretty much the same. You're kind of still in like a realm of Did- something.
1: Did you guys do, like, any national acts in, in, in that band?
2: Because
1: I know... We I, played I just... with
2: Gargantuan and Soul, if you count those dudes. Okay, so semi. Those dudes were torn around back then. Semi. Um, but, I don't know, we were just local, we were shitheads, and we didn't give a fuck, and then people were like, oh, this band's cool. like so now we just didn't give a shit. And, like, everyone else kind of gave a shit.
1: Yeah, because um, I, I think the first time I saw you guys were with uh, Dead Leaves and Spine Belt. It might have been over at the... Um... It's now the Hitching Post. It was, like, the Red Roof Inn or Red Rock Inn. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something crazy like that. And it yeah, had, like, dead animal, like, heads all yeah, over like the place. Yeah, like, weird
2: Mexican shit on the walls. Yeah.
1: yeah. We had no flow.
2: That was, uh... We just wanted to do shows, and, like, SoundWiz was a thing then. But that was, like, the only thing. And then, somehow, we got into booking at that place. And I remember, like, we set it up. We went and got, like actual tickets made that were just business cards but we used them for tickets and my old man was like my old man's like cover band through and through he's like (laughs) you gotta play other people's music ain't gonna make no fucking money which is true but i was like nah, fuck that and then i was like learning how to silk screen at the time because we couldn't afford shirts and nobody could i made like 50 and my dad's like don't take all those like you know i'm like dude i sold like 80 some tickets in my high school and, like, we went there on a Sunday night, did a matinee, like, fucking packed. Like, 153 paid, I think it was. I don't know why I still remember that. <laughs> and it was it was fucking insane. I just remember, like, kids from high school, like, jocks and, like, football players, people that wouldn't go to that shit were, like, they came and were like, this is fucking awesome. I was like, yeah, hey, you just, like, get to, like, you know, you push your friend and he falls and it's cool and you laugh at him. Now you get to push strangers and it's fucking cool and everyone's okay with it. <laughs> like...
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. um. So that lasted what, like two two years? Six twenty one um, was like two years, two three. Like
2: a year and a half or two years, and like made it through like my senior year in high school. And then every like people were like, oh, we should do different shit with bands. And we're like, me and Floyd are like, nah, we just want to play fast. We don't want to sing or do <laughs> like Stone Sour <laughs> happened. And then our singer was like, oh, hey, we should like do like singing. And I'm like, nah, fuck that. Just want to have it like we. Like, me and Floyd grew up. Listening to like Sabbath and like old Metallica records, and then you know, then we old fucking punk rock. We just had shitty attitudes, and we wanted a band with a shitty attitude.
1: <laughs> how did, how did uh, Gloom Doom come about?
2: Uh, Gloom Doom was so after after six point one, still sound waves period. Um, Austin, who's a bass player from Gloom Doom, he was in a shitty punk band called Three in the Dark. Him and then Mohawk Sean, dude, drives hearses around all the time. Yeah, and he has a car club, like professional car club, hearses, ambulances, and cop cars and shit.
1: <laughs> he's a fucking nutball. Dude, I a, love talking to him. He has
2: so many fucking cars. It's insane. Um, we started a a shitty, offensive grind band called Slain Child Mourned, and we were doing that for like a year. And that was, like the whole goal is like play fast, sing about offensive shit, and piss people off because we were all like nineteen. And I think Sean was like twenty three. And then me and Austin were like we need to do something that doesn't suck like slain was cool but it wasn't serious at all and then uh floyd was my best friend who's my guitar player he was living out of, he's in washington state for like six months holy shit and he me and austin were like dude, when floyd comes home like we're gonna do it and then i picked floyd up from the airport and i gave him a hug i'm like i'm fucking so glad you're back and he's like what's going on i'm like we're gonna start a band with austin and he's like fuck yeah (laughs) all right he's like i listen to a lot of ska and i'm like i listen to a lot of death metal it's just, fuck it whatever
1: so where did bully and uh, jeff come in and, into uh, this picture
2: bully went to high school with floyd and
1: cuz back in that day bully just didn't look like he'd fit with you guys like as in like look wise he looked like he was just the jockey kid well
2: bully was like well, no bully was not jack bully was like berserker from clerks <laughs> like same haircut same jacket yes. like Fucking dog collars, you know, and we all wore really bad shit, like, especially, like, when I was in 621, spike fucking bracelets, whatever, um, but he was in slain for a little bit, because we were, like, doing the same thing, we're like, yo, yeah, I know this dude that can make shitty noises on his keyboard, and we're like, yeah, put him in the band, so there he was in the band, but he, like, taught himself how to play guitar,
1: and he is a really good guitarist. Yeah,
2: and he was, like, pretty proficient, and, like, at that time, when we started gloom doom, like, Austin played bass, but he didn't know how to play bass. We we're insane, you didn't know how to, need to know how to play anything. Holy hell. And then so he's like Gloom Doom basically was like us learning how to play well.
1: And that's where I wanted to go into the next question. Your your first CD, the uh Doomed If You Do, um, it, it was to me, you know, being a big fan of Gloom Doom, that was like your growing process, your um it it just was not not as close to what you guys done later in your career, especially the feature, which we'll come to in a
2: Yeah, later um here. like Doomed was like that was like two years after we started the band until we finally put it out.
1: It was, yeah, it came out in 07, like, I believe.
2: We were just pissing out live records because we could, record recorded them at the silo. Right. And like, it was just a quick way to make money. It was like, cool, you record that? Here's your 25 bucks. And we sell them for five on burnt CDs with some bullshit printed <laughs> on them. And like, that's how you, we had to make money. We didn't have any other way to make it. Like we were fucking twenty twenty 20 years old when we started Gloom Doom. Like everyone's living at home or, you know. Underage drinking and wasting money, or fucking crashing cars, or something stupid. We have money for records.
1: Except for you, you weren't the underage drinking.
2: No, I was making sure they fucking got home. <laughs>
1: I mean, to, to deter a little bit from from music here, um, as you're drinking a a Redding Draft. Uh, which one is that? Creamy Red Birch. The creamy red birch, birch beer. Woo. sounds good. What? Why did you? What? What? Cho- what made you cho- uh, choose to go? I don't want to say straight edge because I know you eat meat and you're. Yeah, I mean, no, you would be but...
2: straight edge and eat meat. Um, yeah, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I'm not a vegan. Okay, <laughs> you, you know, I know you're straight to. edge and you don't eat uh, meat or anything. Um, fucking basically, when I was a kid, um, my uncle who's really he's gnarly, fucking biker dude, leather jacket, like. You know, eagle tattoos and shit. He passed away from cirrhosis of the liver when I was like 11. Oh, shit. So, like, that and then just a history of watching it, it just didn't interest me at all. Okay, fair, like, fair enough. And then, like, the older I got, and now in, like, retrospect, like, my temperament, Plus the idea of like how genetically I would handle alcohol, would have been a terrible idea. I would got nothing accomplished in my twenties. <laughs> well.
1: uh, from knowing you and, and doing, you know, many of shows with you, I, I couldn't even picture you drinking and slowing down. If you who, slowed down for five seconds I'd be shocked.
3: Who the fuck would have got me and Floyd home? This is true. <laughs> so since we're doing the, the beer metal and bullshit podcast what's your review on this redding birch beer it's
2: not an a treat <laughs> it's not i mean it's good i'll <laughs> drink it but it's not a treat which like a like switch your shit over and because someone bought them they like shut down and then yeah, i rebought bought and every fucking cream soda only the cream soda for like i haven't done it in a while but i bought like four of them like fuck yeah like a back and i fucking crack one open all over my fucking room. <laughs> and then I'm like, what the fuck? And I was like, I don't know, maybe I got shaken up on my motorcycle or some shit. And then got another one for like lunch one day at work, cracked it open, poof, everywhere. Some asshole didn't get their carbonation ratio right. <laughs> fuck that guy, because he fucked my whole bat up. It was
1: a treat. All right. all right. Do you want to go in with what we're drinking or just stay on top Yeah, on what, did, what did you bring here? I brought a uh, Fat Gary's Nut Brown Ale. Um, I I thought it was fucking great. You like Fat Gary's nut? Yeah, I like Fat Gary's nut. <laughs> uh, it was smoky. It was very smoky. Um, you probably smoked, you know, nine camel non-filter. I was thinking maybe dick. it was
2: by a campfire because you're romantic,
3: <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> it, tastes, it tastes like it tastes like an ashtray. Really? Like at the Yeah. End, like it, yeah the the first one was like, oh yeah, it's, it has a smoky taste to it. Then it's like, fuck that, dude. I
1: I really liked it. I really did. Uh, I like brown ale, so...
3: I dig it. I'm in into brown
1: ales, too. Yeah. Yeah. That smoky end on it. And it's from... Uh, Fat an Gary. An, <laughs> on the back there. Uh,
0: East End Brewing Company, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yes. Uh, Is buy that
2: a, a Voodoo Glow Skull song? Fat Gary? Ah.
0: Uh, Pretty
2: sure. No, uh, Fat Randy. Yeah. Fat Randy. Fat Randy. Fat Randy's <laughs> nut
3: <laughs> ale. <laughs>
1: All right, so that was the the beer. Um, thing. so um, in '07, when you did the Doomed album, you were on. You did it on uh, DRP and Overdose. How did you? I mean, I how did you get with DRP and Overdose? Most of us were just on DRP.
2: Um, yeah, DRP. You know, that's Frank, and Frank did everything around here locally. Yeah, and like a lot of people when Soundwaves closed, a lot of people stopped doing shit, and then like Frank carried the silo over and kept it going for a while, and then. Gloom just kind of took shit in our own hands, because, like, we always did. We were just like, we need to do something, we need to do it somewhere. But, uh, us with Common Enemy, Common Enemy ran over to us. And then, they were on DRP, and I guess, I don't know, they thought we did work, if that's what you want to call it. So, I mean, they put us on there, I guess, because it fit the bill. Same attitude. Still had a punk attitude. Wasn't as metal as the other records, I guess, so it made sense. But... I mean, we were like we were working together, and we were playing shows together, and you doing got, festivals together. So,
1: did did you go out on a little run with with Gloom, uh Common Enemy at that time?
2: No, we never got to. Okay, it was like something we always talked about, and we never did.
1: Because I know, I know those guys pretty much were, you know, independently touring all the time, just like you guys did, which I'll touch in later. But uh, you know, I just that was something I always wondered: did Common Enemy and Gloom actually? No, we
2: we talked about it all the time, and then uh, it just never lined up. Like they would do Europe, and like then we did the West Coast, or we would do like Florida a lot, and they would do like we just did different regions and they did. But then we used to book um, Love Sucks Fest together every year. Yes. <laughs> it was something like they started with the dudes from Submarine Screen Door, I think, from right like, uh, way back in like probably three Yeah. And then somehow Austin got his fingers in it and was like, yo, we're going to do this and we're going to have like art vendors now. And I was like, all right. Well, I so I found a hall. We we're doing them at uh, <laughs> that
1: fucking, fucking hall. What,
2: which hall did I start them at?
1: I know the one uh, we did in Hamburg. Yeah, that was the baylor
2: like Bingo Hall. Yeah,
1: where I drew, I I, I I took a tour through Hamburg, um, Fatal and Divination place Historic
2: this, this, Hamburg. Now, yeah,
1: yes, Historic yeah. Hamburg.
0: When did they add that on the Hamburg?
2: When they built Cabellas? <laughs> oh, fuck's sake! <laughs> but
0: it makes sense. I
1: literally am driving around Hamburg with a fucking trailer and calling him every ten seconds. Where the fuck am I? Oh, you gotta turn here. I, I don't see a turn here. There's and, a
2: good secret spot. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean this was if there was This <laughs> what to be,
0: you want when you're having a show, right? Yeah, yeah it keeps the cops
2: away. <laughs> be,
1: if this was gonna be, you know, something that you were gonna kill somebody, this was the place to do it. Um it was just off the beaten path, you had to turn at a, a bank and go down this like dirt road and just follow it. And you're just until you just room, that's all it was.
2: It was, it was a big fucking square building. It,
1: it. Was, it was awesome. A little
2: side kitchen.
1: It was awesome as hell. Oh, it was like a Grange Hall or
0: something.
2: Yeah, it yeah. was... Uh, I think it's kind of associated with the VFW, but they're like three blocks apart. Oh, nice. And it's like buried in the back on some alley off of the side of the town near the highway, so like sound wasn't an issue. Oh, nice. got tractor trailers and jake breaks all fucking night. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, we'd book it. Us and Common Enemy, we'd split it. They'd book like five bands on their stage on one side. We booked five bands on our stage, so it was, like, metal and punk sides. And as soon as our band would stop, their band would start. And it was, we'd just it, blow, like, through ten bands in five hours. Yeah, it was it's very awesome.
3: efficient and just great shows. Is great that all show. they did at that place was just nothing but shows? No, it was just we that did, um, one show. I
2: think, like, when it sat... Normally during a week, it would be, like, a wedding reception or, like, bingo halls and shit. But it was, like, really funny because when I started renting that place, because, like, everyone else got... They fucked up. Like all the other local bands are like, they would do a haul... and some asshole would come and punch a fucking hole in the wall, or like kids would fucking get in trouble outside. So like, that was the, probably one of the last places I could find an affordable price to do a show. And it was this fuck, these old Dutch fucks, and they're just like, ah, oh, I don't know, man. They're like, so the two, the first one we did there, um, Rumpelstiltskin Grinder played with us, and the, uh, what the, the dude that he designed our logo. He designed a lot of the artwork. I think his name's Mike.
1: Mike, uh, Mike. Uh,
2: I couldn't pronounce it if you fucking spelled right, it for right. me. Right,
1: uh, right. he's the singer of Monstrosity. Uh, he was in a band called uh, Divine Rapture. Yeah,
2: he did all their artwork. Yeah, and he designed our logo. Well, I he, he did your logo. Yeah, oh, he. Nice. Um, did
0: you say the singer from Monstrosity? Yeah. Jesus Christ. So he yeah, he's actually from Philly.
2: He had a stand set up for with all his art, and then everyone else had like candle vendors and shit like that, and. But he also had dildos. Cause I think at the time he, like, fucking made dildos or designed them. Yeah. So, like, these old Dutch fucks are, like, sitting there, like, John watching up. this show. And Grinders playing. And Mike just takes a box full of these dicks and throws them into the pit. So, like, there's these, like, 60-year-old fucking stubborn pricks. And these kids running around with fucking, like, huge dicks. Like, I'm talking, like, some of them are, like, four inches thick and, like, 20 inches long. <laughs> and they're just throwing them through the crowd and, like, hitting their friends with them. Some of them had, like, pit bull faces on the end of them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, and I'm, like, watching these dildos. I'm, like, man, I hope no one breaks a fucking ceiling tile because I'm going to have to fucking pay for that shit. <laughs> and, like, those shit, it went off and then... They were like kind of bummed out just because of people sneaker scuffs on the floor, but that was their only bitch, and they kept renting the hall to me. I think I rented it like four or five times wow. after that.
1: This was around the 07 era.
2: Um, when I started booking, I started booking that hall. I think it was like O nine because I was doing those fests at the Burnville Grange Okay. For like two years prior to that.
1: Okay, I mean 07 was like one of the best times for Berks County like metal like yeah are, are seen in punk rock metal yeah you know, a lot in of involved. cool
2: records i mean even like like just like seeing why like teeth of mammals came out and they're fucking awesome and uh we played with those dudes all the time and didn't like didn't really make sense but like again right. like at that point if you just had attitude and you wanted to play shows you played with each other
1: i mean we we talked about it on our first show i mean you guys at Hara well, Sluggernaut, Edhara. Where else is there? What else is there a metal punk, you know, in Berks County these days? Dude,
2: I feel so, like, out of touch. I feel like I'm almost, like, older out of touch. Because I'm like, is there something I don't know about? Because then I see, like... <laughs> Welcome
1: to my world.
2: Yeah, I, like, see, like, I'm like, I'm still doing shows. And then I see, like, you just like, <laughs> bam, like, where the fuck did you come from?
1: Edhara was like that for me. I Who? Edhara. The, the Edhara. We reviewed him a couple of months ago. All on right. On the uh, River Show. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, um, they just came out of nowhere. I literally just, poof, showed up one day.
2: I feel like that's what it is anymore. Like, I don't think there's any growth. I don't think, like, like, when we, everyone's starting a band, it's because you want to start a band, and you sucked until you got good. <laughs> and then, like, and Gloom Doom's guilty of that for, like, at least two years. And uh, But now it's, like, people keep it a fucking, se- like, Outer Heaven. Those fucking dudes, John, I was in Rivers and Nile. Yes. Um, They came out of nowhere. I think they were, like, a side project, and, like i remember seeing him just like play a couple of shows i'm like well obviously it's fucking good john's in it john's a really good guitar player and then the singer was like the rivers merch dude for like ever like mm-hmm. their friend I hung out with them and then now they're i think their album came out on relapse like last week oh they they on friday okay they just i just dropped I, I knew they got
1: what's signed, the name of the band
2: outer heaven outer heaven yeah. Yeah, i knew they got it out.
1: signed but i didn't know to who
2: yeah, super death metal and just, like, sludgy and just heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, 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 it's fucking I, good.
0: I think music in general is fucking more difficult now than it was when we were younger because there's too much fucking choice.
2: Yeah. Well, Did you
0: pop on Bandcamp? Literally, my the fucking bands, I'm, I must have a fucking thousand bands I'm following, and I can't keep up with all that shit. My,
2: my whole theory behind the internet is when... I don't even want to say when I started a band because, like, I was guilty of, like, I've, we fell right into myspace like myspace was like our fucking go-to but myspace facebook band camps the internet made it really easy to be in a band now so there's not like any work so like the shittiest dumb motherfucker can make the shittiest band and it's at everyone's fingertips and like where when we were starting bands the only way it was in people's fingertips is because we spent our money made shitty cassette tape demos with like a room mic and an old fucking iowa recorder and a shitty pa we bought at a pawn shop and we flyered with paper flyers and you went out and like he looks like a shithead maybe he'll come to a show <laughs> so like, you guys Ooh.
0: basically came in at the very end of well, what i'll call the old school way of doing yeah, it i mean you know like
2: fucking work yeah.
0: you know because i roadied for his band and fucking <laughs> rot once or two one or two shows but yeah that's like, all we did was one or two
2: shows <laughs> i started going to shows uh, i was 14 I, went, I started going to shows in 99 at Heaster's Lanes. <laughs> and like in, I, mean, I only got to like three or four of them. My parents were like, no fucking way. Like We're picking you up at 10. I'm like, but the show's over at 11. And I had to kiss ass to go. Like A, I wasn't like a bad kid, but I was always grounded. I got shitty grades. I did not give a fuck about school. <laughs> so I had to like beg to go. And then I would go. And they're like, you got to leave early. I'm like, Fuck i like, mean, whatever.
0: Dude, I feel your pain. I had that but same like, fucking problem when I was In total retrospect,
2: Heaster's Lanes in 99 was no fucking place for a 14-year-old kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, not like, I remember, like, hearing, like, people a little older than me, like, so-and-so's, like, was getting blowjobs from Jenna Jameson out back <laughs> in the parking lot while so-and-so's fucking Kendra Jade, and then there's, like, neo-Nazis getting smashed through glass windows, <laughs> and then, like... You could still smoke inside. So, like, every fucking underage kid, you can get their hands on a pack of cigarettes out of a machine back then. Yep. It's Dude. just chain smoking.
0: And there were fucking loads of under- under- undercover cops there. Wasn't there one? Yep.
2: <laughs> Looking for underage <laughs> yeah. drinkers. I'll never, the, my one staple, like, everyone's staple at Heaster's is a fucking checkered floor. And my staple <laughs> in my head when I think of Heaster's is the ceiling fan with one fucking blade. It just like, <laughs> Like slowly rotate all fucked up.
1: (laughs) I my band was part of
0: the reason why I had one blade on it.
2: Didn't DRI play? yeah, yeah as well.
3: yep. oh, and they they weren't they happy were about so it were they were so fucking angry before they showed up i don't even <laughs> yeah. know anybody told them that they were playing in a bowling alley because <laughs> yep. he was like the singer was right at the merch table before they played was like hey we really love your shit he's like yeah are you buying anything because if not just step out of the way so we can sell more shit like, All right. <laughs> i'm like dude he doesn't look like he wants to fucking be here <laughs> i i pissed
1: them off because their drummer um uh he was in like MOD. It was he was the same drummer from like back at the uh, Thrash Zone days. And I was like, dude, I didn't know you were still with him. I didn't know about these last three albums. Or like, dude, does anybody know anything in this fucking town? <laughs> they really reading sucks. They, they really thought reading was like that big. Did you so.
2: guys ever play with them with DRI? Ah, uh, yeah, Sluggernaut not did. Uh fuck, when was that? Like probably three years ago. Play with them at reverb, yeah, reverb. Yeah, and everyone yeah, thought awesome. I was thought we were a White Power band. <laughs> because like our guitar player at the time wears like work boots and like i shave my head and wear like the old school like fucking cabbie hat and so is our drummer and i had some lady come up to us she's like she's like yeah we're we lo- really looking for like other people you know like like minded and it was like nah i'm oh, good
0: jesus christ like, i'm sorry <laughs> we're here fuck, to
2: recruit young yeah, white boys fuck you <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I mean, awesome. <laughs> like I can get it. Like, we look the part As, as soon as Way you hear awesome. we're
0: looking for like-minded people, that's, you know, to fucking end the conversation yeah. and yeah. run away. Yeah. I got suckered into that
1: once. Um, yeah, I know the feeling. The That New York death metal militia.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, the fucking New York D- uh, uh, The, the N-Y-D-M. NYDM. Wasn't that Mortician?
1: Yeah. That started that? Yeah. Um, Divination got asked to play this show once. That was all, like, they're like, gathering and we're up at uh, the Sterling. And next thing you know...
2: It's fucking Sterling. <laughs> holy shit. Next
1: thing you know, this dude comes up to me. And George
2: he, Costanza did sound. Yo, yeah.
1: <laughs> and he had no... He couldn't hear to save his you life. You ever watch
2: that little fucker play bass, though? Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude, rip's bass.
1: But, uh, yeah, here comes this guy from the NYDM. He's like, hey, uh, you know your metal. Yeah? Would you like to, like, come aboard with us? And I'm like, well, what do we do? Well, we just sit around and talk metal. Oh, why not? I'm always up for a good metal conversation. They have have chicks in that crew, too, right? Right. Well, here's where it gets funny. I had to go through, you had to be like three uh, meetings you had to go to, and then somebody had to like swear you in. I'm like, fuck, fire companies are easier to get into than this shit. No, man,
2: like that shit, they they got vests. It's like a process. Right. Prospect. You had (laughs) had to
1: wear, it was like a biker thing. You had to wear the vest that said Prospect. At all times, yep. and I'm like, and eh, no, no, I'll I'll stick to just being me.
0: Yeah, I'm not into that joining thing. I tried it once; it didn't work out well for me. <laughs> no. So, but uh, <laughs> around
1: uh, um when you did the uh, doomed album, you guys started doing uh, uh showcases for different labels.
2: Yeah, we uh, what the fuck did we do? CMJ, and uh, it was right before the feature. We did College Music Journal up in New York City with uh, Fuck Revocation was on that show. It was a Relapse stage, and we're the only band that wasn't on Relapse because we did uh, a seven inch on Relapse with uh, with Grinder, right? Yeah, so it was like it was so fucking funny because we're we go to New York. We're all from the fucking woods, man. Like we don't know how to use a fucking turnstile in a subway, (laughs) like. But we like get to New York, and it's all like backline shared, like easy shit. But we have a whole day to kill, and this dude Dave Ehrlich, Dave was uh fuck yeah I forget what fucking bands he was in, but he was a uh, the radio promoter dude for um, Relapse, and he hits us up. He's like, you want to go to a fucking Private Slayer listening party? And it was um I forget what the fuck record came out in 2010, World oh, Painted Blood, it was print, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, we're like fuck yeah. So like he meets us, and they're like him. Frank was with us at the time. We're all like cruising through New York, and they was ripped through this turnstile, and we're all standing there with our fucking thumbs up her ass it's like (laughs) how the fuck does this thing work like oh you need a metro card like what the fuck is a metro card but then we go to this bar and it's just like only certain people can get in apparently and it's funded by it's all pbr i think pbr uh some sort of fucking tequila and vitamin water so i was just slamming vitamin (laughs) water all day i was like this is fucking cool they're just hammering pbrs all fucking day but then i think we went back. Played the showcase. Like misery index played. Wow. Oh my god, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was fucking gnarly. And it's it's it this place called Fontanas. Okay. It's like shit. Like really tiny little fucking dark bar. But uh, we played we played there twice, and that showcase was rad. Um, like assholes elbows.
1: You said that was uh, right before the feature, right? Yeah. That was well, that was around 2010,
2: wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, we did that. Uh, came out in spring of ten. For some reason, we always recorded in the fucking winter. And it's always been (laughs) goddamn football season. And I fucking watched our engineer just watch Raiders games and stupid shit like that. (laughs) We're just like, man, this is not cool. Put on Monday Night Raw.
1: And when when you guys did the feature, though, I mean, you found your, your groove. I mean, you guys were very into ska. Um, death metal, a lot of doom, a lot of punk in there as well. I mean, for being such a young band, where did this all come from? Was it just like, Austin's into this, I'm um, into DRI?
2: We, so like, for the the time period, like, me and Floyd are like 13 in like, the ska revival. It's so like, Sublime was fucking huge. Boss Tones, like, Voodoo Glow Skulls are coming out. Like, all those bands were fucking huge. Like, everyone had Tony Hawk. Everyone knows Goldfinger is. Right. You know? And like, you know, Austin, for even... Austin was a couple years younger than us, but he, he was right on top of all that music shit. Like, he's the first one that ever played Gigi Allen for me. <laughs> and it's funny as shit, because his dad's, like, pretty cookie-cutter dude. Works every day, comes home, tinkers in his garage, works every day, takes on all over time. And his dad would be, like, tinkering, listening to fucking Die When You Die. And I'm like, this is so fucked. Like, really? You realize what you're listening to, man? Like, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, between that and, like, we got a review once in New York, and it was, like, Gloominus Doom is the bastard sons of Sublime and Anthrax. And I was like, that makes total sense. Oh, that's cool. That's
0: a pretty big compliment. I mean.
2: Yeah, I'll totally take that. This is the best way to describe us. Because like, when people are like, what's your band sound like? I'm like, uh, it's like metal. And it's like kind of surf. And there's like reggae and ska in it. I'm like, wait, what? I was like, I don't really want to explain it to you. You just come to the show. <laughs> like, I can't explain it to you.
1: When do, I mean, the feature to me is one of the best Berks County. It's, in, it's probably in my top, I'd say, Fifty albums i mean i listened to that album till i i actually had to get a second one because i it's a
2: fucking long record too
1: and i scratched the shit out of it from playing (laughs) it so many times what is it the feature uh, from gloom doom all right and uh i i just gotta tell you that was i'm kissing your ass now i think that (laughs) album's fucking amazing
2: yeah i mean it was cool it was one of those things like we wanted to get everything the fuck off her i want to say plate or chest just because i was like i'm gonna record that song Either record it again, because I thought we didn't do good enough the first time, or I'm like, I just want to record all these fucking songs, so they're fucking... We start fresh. Like, right. next record is all new shit. Because, like, some of those songs, like, were on 7-ish with The Grinder. So they were, like, written in 07. And now it's, like, 2010. I'm like, this needs to be on fucking record. I just get it over with. get it out.
1: During the, you know, I, I would guess you would say the touring aspect, or the promotion of the feature, that's when you got into falling out with Jeff.
2: Yeah, we did, um... Shit, we did, like... Four tours in 2010, I think, when I was like Sworn Enemy, went out with this band from Florida called The Prescription. Um, Jucifer, we did a tour of them. Yeah.
1: How did you tour them every day? It's
2: not like they 100% handle their own shit. Okay. Like you can't even, if you help them, you're fucking, you're not helping them. Like you're just in the way.
1: Did you guys <laughs> ever see Jucifer? Juicifer, uh-uh. Juicifer has that. more cabinets then they, would, they, they couldn't even fit in this room.
2: I think one night I was, I was sitting in like Idaho because we ended up running on... We crossed paths in another, in, on two different tours. We had a night off and we went and saw them. I was like 76 speakers. Like working speakers. Yes. All plugged the fuck in. None
1: of them are dummy. Yeah. None of them are dummy. And she
2: has like a rack, a tower of racks. It's probably like six foot high. <laughs> and and she- it's a hus- it's a husband and wife, um, Ed and Amber. And I'm correct... At least in my legend in my head, I keep this this way. Ed drinks, she doesn't up. drive, eats meat. She is 100% opposite. She does not drink. She does all the driving, and she's vegetarian. And they're married, and they live in a fucking RV, and they tour and live in this thing year round, and they drag a whole fucking trailer full of, I think the center of their wall is 6, eight, ten ampegs, and then two, like, nine, ten It's fucking suns or some shit. And they have this, like, little weird pyramid fucking system where, like, they'll- you can't roll any of them in on their casters. Everything has to be flipped upside down on dollies because that way the soldering doesn't vibrate and break because they play fucking, you know, 200 shows a year at least. That's fucking and, uh, crazy. So then they'll like flip one on its side and then they'll use it for leverage to flip another one. And then they make themselves like steps before, you know, it. they're standing on speakers, to stack speakers, to stack speakers. And uh, it's loud as fuck. Like he plays drums, she plays guitar through all bass rigs and sings. Yeah. And she has one little Vox combo amp that she insists on, and that's like her other tone. Like that gets my mi- I think that's the only thing that gets mic'd out of her whole rig. And then his drums.
1: Yeah. And Let's, it's
2: fucking loud.
1: We were talking about Chicha Chong before before we started tonight. And uh we played a Sterling one time and the Sterling had the bar stage, club stage, and there there's a wall in between and there's a door right at the front of the stage. They were playing and I went to open the door to like go in. You know that one where uh, the the Chichin Chong were uh Chong's Chong's jamming. Yeah, and he can't open the door because it's so loud. That's exactly like my body was forcing me back because it was so fucking loud that my my ears were moving.
2: Yeah, it, they're they're fucking and like eventually after touring with him for a while I would I'd fall asleep through that shit.
1: Jesus I, Christ. I, Christ you I know? Would,
2: yeah, I was, like, so fucking immune to it after, like, you know, five or six nights in a row. I'm just, like, crashing out now, on a fucking couch. Now, the couch. fun part
1: about this is she's, what, like, five foot, if that. Yeah, I mean, she's she's, tiny. she's this tiny little girl, and she's whipping these huge-ass cabinets around like there's nothing.
2: Yeah. It's, and then, yeah, Ed's, like, fucking Charlie Manson offspring. He's yeah. not really as fuck. But <laughs> so yeah. there, there are two of the nicest fucking people in bands and, like, humble like, they would always hook us up. If I needed to know something or, like, pick someone's brand about venues, they always had it. They had all the answers. Yeah, they are awesome. And they still do it. They still fucking yep. tour. They came up and recorded at Racka's, the same place we recorded most of our shit, in a fucking blizzard. Mm-hmm. And they lived in their RV in a fucking blizzard. Ed, Ed made, like, a fucking fake shitter out of snow. He, like, sculpted a shitter, from what I understand, and just pooped in this hole in Racka's yard. Because, like, all their plumbing, I think, was frozen on their yep. fucking <laughs> RV.
1: Yep. Like, fuck I mean, it. But back to the you know the falling out with Jeff around when was that? Uh it, it was it in was ten like, eleven. It's early two
2: thousand eleven because we had a tour booked with you guys.
1: Okay, yeah.
2: And I got he's very home. He's a homebody, a hundred percent likes being with his family. And uh, he it, he was stressing out like probably six months prior, and we like talked to him off the ledge. And then I got an email one day, not even an email, a fucking Facebook message, and he was just like, "I'm done." <laughs> And I'm like motherfucker, we got a tour in like ten days. So I was like, what? Like, what are we gonna do? And I called her manager. I'm like, what the fuck are we gonna do? And he's like, Sean, call Sean from Uncle Selson Grinder. He knows your fucking songs. So we called Sean, and he was like, absolutely, let's fucking do it. I'm like, so we like narrowed it down. I think because originally like ten days. I think we cut two off and made it like eight. And, and both five a- were actually out. Right. And then the other ones were like
1: locally. Right. Did when uh. When Sean came on. Did he was there any talks of him taking over for Jeff or was it just a fill in? I think it
2: was just a fill in thing because, like, at that point, Grindr was doing really well, right? Like, they were busy as fuck, too. There's no way we, we would have had to tour together to do both, but
1: I, I that tour was that was my only time touring and it was like five days, but it was un real. Where'd you just play? Um, where did we do? We did a Virginia front
2: row of Virginia at the fucking Honda house.
1: Oh, that's...
2: this this place was like I think it got it got condemned eventually. Yeah, I was telling um, these
1: guys you look up and there was like holes in the snow, yeah in the floor. It was fucked. Like right...
2: Um, our friend Fristo used to own it and he he worked on Hondas. That's what he did. So he just had like a Honda little graveyard in the front. So like you go inside and there's just like Honda tax spray painted everywhere in the fucking basement and
1: the mountain of bush like cases. Yeah.
2: Yeah, fucking mounds and fucking beer cans, bush cases, and uh, that was fucking night I saw Brow without a shirt. And he had this gnarly fucking, what, Predator tattoo? Yep, yep. Like, why do you even wear a shirt? Like, you spent thousands of dollars on this fucking really cool tattoo that would get you laid all the time, and you'd <laughs> wear a fucking shirt? <laughs> you sweater
3: vests, like, what are you doing?
1: It's, it was, like, in a it's room a like this big. His little
3: Kesha shirt. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it was in a room, like, this big, and there was probably, like, 70 people in that goddamn yeah. room. It was so we hot. Played,
2: we played there, like, three times, and then that's where Rocktober happened. The fucking grave digging mm-hmm. incident. I don't, mm-hmm. don't know if you ever heard about that. That's uh, where the grave got dug up.
1: These guys are looking at me like, what?
2: So, we played at, this, at the Honda house one night, and it was, like, a weekend run. We played two house shows back-to-back. One was in Winchester, and one was in Front Royal. And, uh... We're sitting there. We're all like, everyone's day drinking. We're just sitting on the bank behind this fucking house, and uh, I'll call him Harlem. This dude rolls up Harlem with a couple of his buddies, and we're like, "What the fuck?" Like we haven't Harlem's locally, but we haven't seen him in fucking months. He like moved out. He's in Philly or Jersey and like out for work. And he's like, "I just like saw a party. I figured I would stop." I'm like, "Yeah, whatever." So we play this fucking show, gnarly show. I think the bathroom sink got ripped off the wall. Someone got blasted through the glass porch door um i think someone hit their head on like a fucking air conditioner duck it was but it was fucking it was a good show and i'm sitting in the van sitting in the back of the van selling merch at the end of the night just chilling and my bass player comes up and he's like i'm like he's like yo you should see fucking harlan man i'm like what's he doing He's like he's digging a grave i'm like really he's like yeah his hands and knees with like digging dirt up i'm like well whatever he's out of staying out of trouble dude will do anything like you put in his head like if you like he's a skater, so if you're like do this twenty gap twenty step gap, all right, fuck it, don't do it. So if you're like dig a grave up, oh fucking, he'll totally do it. Well, I was told he's digging a grave. So like an hour and a half goes by, I'm still just chilling in the van. He Austin comes up out of this like moonlit field again, and I'm like, what the fuck do you keep coming up? Like where are you coming from? He's like, dude, he's digging up, he's digging a grave. And I'm like, like really? He's like, he's got a shovel. I'm like, why the fuck? Where did he get a shovel? He's like, I don't know. He's bottle of whiskey up to his waist, in fucking dirt, (laughs) digging her grave. I'm like, I gotta fucking see this. So, my drummer from Sluggernaut, now, me and him go walking down, and then, the singer of Gloom Doom, and this other dude that we're friends with, all go walking down, meet each other, and sure enough, there's this motherfucker up to his fucking waist, into the earth, shovel, no shirt, bottle of whiskey, and my eyes focus, there's two fucking headstones behind this dude. I'm like,
4: holy fuck.
2: I'm like, you're digging up a grave. You're not digging a grave for someone. Like this is already occupied, bro. Like holy shit. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, what? And he's just he's still just throwing dirt. Like not even phased by the fact that like four people are watching. I'm him getting a this. skull. I, I love that. What? And I'm like, <laughs> fuck. fucking yelling at him. I'm like, what the fuck? He's like, relax, dog. It's Rocktober. And I'm. No, it fucking isn't, man! And, like, we pull him out of this fucking grave, and I look down, and there's this, like... Front Royal is like a Civil War town. There's this wooden fucking old-school casket, like, only maybe three feet into the ground. I'm just, holy fuck! I just look at everyone, I'm like, it's fucking right there. I can see it. Like, there's a lid. And I'm like, dude, you were in the South. You can't be digging up graves in a fucking war town. Like holy shit, and he's just like, what are you trying to say, I'm done? We're like, yeah, you're fucking done, man. I'm like, oh my fucking God. I was like, yo, we got to fill that shit in. And like, we're kind of guilty by association at this point. Like, we know this dude. Like, I didn't even know his fucking full name. I just know he's Harlem. Like, he's a skater locally, that's it. I'm like, we got to fucking leave. I was like, we got to leave now. And we like, kicks off, kick what dirt we could back in. Everyone knows you dig a hole it doesn't fill back in, right? Whatever. In my fucking hole. And he was just like, I'm like, why the fuck would you do that? He's like, I was just trying to party, man. He's like, I was going to fucking blow out and party with fucking Mary. I'm like, who the fuck is Mary? He's like, he points to Headstone. It's like Mary. He's like, I looked over at John there because it's a husband and wife buried together. He's like, I was like, I'm sorry, John. Ladies first. And we're like, what the fuck? We're like, dude, you <laughs> gotta, awesome. I mean, we gotta get the fuck out of here. And like, I go up and grab the Gloom Doom. I'm like, pack the fucking van up. We need to leave. We need to leave now. Like, We're fucking associated with this dude. We didn't bring him. He came on his own. But I don't want to like get the fuck out of Dodge. And we leave and we crash to a friend's house next morning. We're driving up 81 coming home. It's dead silent in the van. No one's saying shit. I'm driving. I'm like, Yo, so Harlem dug a grave up last night. And they're like, what the oh, fuck? the van erupted with like <laughs> holy shit why like my phone's blowing up from like the locals around there like who the fuck is this guy like fuck this motherfucker like i'm like dude i don't even know his fucking real name i don't know where he lives no i'm i'm totally clueless like honestly fucking couldn't even tell him and uh it was just so fucked up and i guess like when i left i seen him there with his buddy i was like Yo, you better get him out of here i was like you're in the fucking south you're going to kick his ass. And I guess he hung out and he was drinking some beers. And the one guy's like, dude, like, fuck you, man. I can't believe you did this. And he said something smart. He's like, you say one more fucking stupid thing. I'm going punch you in the mouth. He's like, what? Like, go dig up some more graves? And just fucking blasted him right in the <laughs> mouth. And I guess that was his cue to leave finally. So he left. Him and his homeboy slept at a gas station, and then they drove to Skatopia the next day in a fucking Ohio and shredded, because that's what they do. Doesn't bat an eyelash at it. He's like, Jesus I don't know, Christ. man, shit happens. Yeah, like, it's like,
3: hey, it's a fucking <laughs>
1: night. <laughs> another that's amazing. A, another fun t- story with, with Story here, um, I just thought of it as he was saying that one, we were in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, and uh, it was a place called The Dump, or, no, the, what was it called? Was it Raleigh. not The Dump? Uh,
3: wait, wait, before we go to this new story... Is this guy still around? Yeah. Like, do you still hang out with him? Yeah. He,
2: he, was, he was with us last night, actually. Dude, that's fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. It was really funny because, like, he's got, uh, he's settled down pretty good. He's got, like, a solid girlfriend. Like, she keeps him on. I'm like, yeah, like, I tell her a Rocktober story. She's. Is like, her name Mary? No. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: but, uh, uh, I can't remember what the place was called, but it was in, it was in Raleigh. And Oh, the Dive Bar. The Dive Bar. Yes, Fuck yes, yeah. yes.
2: That place was awesome.
1: And, uh, so I'm sitting on, there's like an alley aside of it, and here comes this uh, this gentleman. I swear to God, he was on crack, he was on meth, I don't know what, but he's walking all kind of jive-ish. And he comes up, and I'm going to have to come back away from the microphone a little bit because I can't do this voice without being loud. He comes up to me and goes, why you all kill me? <laughs> no hello, no, no nothing, just why you all kill me? I'm, I'm taken back here. I'm like, sir, I don't even know you, blah, 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 blah. Why Why would I want to kill you? And he just completely glazes over the conversation here. And he goes, you know, next week they're going to have a beer fest over here. That shit's run by the mob. So the store's standing over here, a friend of Brad's, uh, Chuck from Divination. We're all just standing there, and they're all looking at me like, dude, your idiot magnet has gone off the rails this time. So he's talking and talking and talking and i just go you know what i gotta go i gotta go build my drums and i hear chuck go yeah i better go help johnny all right and i hear brad go i gotta take a shit and he goes running and brad's friend goes uh i guess i should go help brad so there's Stoyer with this meth crackhead
2: dude i've hung out so (laughs) many meth fucking crackheads on tour because they just they all it's one of those things where they come up they're like yo you better i'll watch your van for 20 bucks and if you say no, they're going to fucking steal your shit. They're basically so saying, you might as well give them the up. 20 bucks and 20 they bucks. watch your shit.
0: Yeah, that was the DC thing. You roll so, up, me. I'll, I'll watch a cough for
1: Happy like, Meal. I've met
2: Underground Larry and Zeke from across the creek, and like fucking every other weird scumbag fucking crackhead.
1: But uh, next thing you know, we're we all run behind the club here, and we're laughing up a storm. We're like, oh, dude, this guy's this guy's so dead. Story's gonna take him down the street and just put his fucking boot in his mouth. So we run in front of the building here now, and we thought maybe Story just dove into the the Gloom Doom van, and uh, Gloom Doom had a ritual before every show of it was a safety meeting and the safety meeting was let's go in the van and it will look like Cheech and Chong when you open the door (laughs) yeah so we start banging on the door and next you know here comes Austin and everybody else opening the door going yo you guys are gonna do the safety meeting now and it just looks like someone left a smoke machine loose
2: well we played I don't know if it was that show in Raleigh but one time we played there this kid showed up and he was like so stoked on our band he left came back we were on tour so like for those dudes equipment tools and recreational things were uh, were sparse Yeah This dude came with a Ziploc bag with fucking edible granola bars fucking a new bowl cuz our bowl got broke I fixed <laughs> it with like a pen and some super glue for our dudes
1: uh he, he we with the tour he was like MacGyver on that on the tour <laughs> You know, I, I broke a clamp for uh, uh, my one of my cymbals, and he's like, "Oh yeah, here, boom." He's like, "Just don't hit it on an angle." I'm like, "Okay." We're playing, and we got to the last song, and I accidentally hit the cymbal on an angle, and next thing you know, it's like laying on top of me. He's like, I told you! I'm like, yeah, I know. We go to this van, or go to their van, and like I said, it looks like Cheech and Chong when you open it up, and next thing you know, we're Stoyer. They're like, oh. We're like, oh, God, this guy's dead. <laughs> the- Stoyer probably has him jacked up against a wall, and he's like Mr. T and him in Rocky, just like, won't let go. So we come walking back we're like, fuck, we feel bad about this guy. Maybe, you know, just a bloody mess. Story goes, no, I walked him down the street and ran the other way. <laughs> we're like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> For an hour, we're like
2: walking around. Well, where's Story? Where's Story? Yeah, there's that fucking, well, they had that, uh, that fry and burger joint at like 50th yes. place. Yeah, that I was so I think I took awesome. him there. I was just like, here, get some fucking food. and leave me fucking alone, dude. <laughs>
1: But uh getting back uh to uh Gloom Doom Days um when you did a uh, Cosmic Supercool that was Travis's first uh s- you yeah, well the first recording he did with Yeah that
2: was uh, that record was fucking done and then Jeff went AWOL. Okay. and then uh we had to go back and re-record we well we just took the vocal tracks out and redid them with Travis Travis was in Baton Death March prior and uh we played with those dudes a lot cuz they were in Lehigh And we were reading, and then there was Alexander's German Deli, which was, like, the weird hub in the middle of the two (laughs) counties. And, like, Alexander's was, shit, uh, maybe 75-cap fucking restaurant. Ran by some weird Austrian dude who just sold a bunch of import beers. And (laughs) And he never had
1: a a price tag that was the same.
2: No, did no fucking day business. But, yo, his fucking sandwiches were on point when he'd Mm -hmm. make sandwiches. But he was so accommodating the bands. It was just like, oh, you want a show? And you write your fucking date down. That was it. And you went and played. You charge whatever the fuck you want. He kept all the bar. So whenever we needed money for shows or records or, like, whatever we were planning on fucking getting into, we're like, book an Alexander show. Because we could put 100 people in there and make 500 bucks. Like, and we could start recording a fucking record.
1: But uh, back to, well, with Super Cool, though... Um It was more, to me, it was more um, punk meets metal. It kind of lost a little bit of the ska, stoner-ish stuff. Was that on purpose, or was that just a rush to get it out or
2: um i don't know it's like one of those things where like because we cover so many genres i feel like we just write what we fucking write like we never really think about like oh this doesn't have all the punk or this has too much sky it's just like well, this is what we wrote at the time period so this is what we put out and that's what we put out and then like the last record we did like i feel like that's different because now we're like oh well, we didn't fucking do this so we'll do that i
1: mean at the at this point which was super cool you guys were up and down the east coast and out to the west coast a half a dozen times um there were so many stories that i know of that we don't have time to to cover that you guys were absolutely fucking crazy i know from being with you guys <laughs> this asshole, all the first night i'm helping them like bring their gear in because i thought this was the thing to do now as i'm bringing austin's um ampeg in the fridge fucking fridge he's he's whipping fucking m80s at me (laughs) so what i'm getting at is you know i've heard horror stories of you guys on tour where did that come from like why did what i know it was something fun to do but
2: i I don't know man like it's just what we did like for the longest time when we went out with the grinder we were green like we didn't know shit about touring and we they were taking us on weekends do the nothing defeats the skull you're in trouble split and I believe from like what I gather is like they thought they were, like taking these young dudes out that didn't know shit about touring and they're like, yeah, we're going to school. Like two days in, we had that fucking uh, piss piss bag sponsorship. That was kind of- <laughs> and we would fucking piss in these bags. They're like the size of a quart jug and they click open and make a funnel. And you pee in them and they're filled with like almost like comet or like a powdery shit. And it soaks up all your piss and it feels like mashed potatoes. And then you just ziplock them back shut. And you can reuse them like. Keep peeing in them until they're full, and then you just fucking throw them away. Well, they're also, like, piss water balloons if you really want them to
3: be. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> why throw them away? You can just yeah. literally throw them. So, like, with the grinder, we used to,
2: like, I would write song lyrics or, like, little love notes on them. And I'd, like, hide them in their tube amps and shit and, like, in their gear bags. So they'd be unloaded in your bag, like, two days later in, like, a hot fucking summer day. There's a steaming bag of piss. It's been, like, hiding under the fucking driver's seat. And uh, I'll, awesome. we went, we did a tour of Binary Code. And the bass player for that band is now the bass player for Revocation. Right. And I'll never forget Brett just being like, this is the coolest fucking thing ever. And he's like holding this bag of piss after he used it. And he's like ringing it out like you would like a fucking Go-Gurt and just squirting the weird gel piss substance out of the parking lot in fucking Connecticut. He's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like dude they're awesome because like i said you can fucking throw them at cars like we can't we were ripping up 13 one night from virginia beach and like just throwing shit snack packs like i had a girlfriend at the time that actually like fucking pack us like weekend meals or whatever and all of a sudden austin's like we're throwing shit out the fucking window and i get a text message like are you guys that backwoods that you just threw fucking shit on our van and i'm like what did you just throw on your van he's like snack packs i'm like Wait, we have fucking snack packs, bro? Like, we're on tour and you're wasting pudding? (laughs) Like... There's plenty of other shit we could have threw out their fucking van. Like, you're wasting fucking snacks. That's a commodity. Like We're trying, we're eating out of dumpsters and stealing fucking sandwiches from gas stations, and you're wasting snack packs.
1: <laughs> to add to this story, when we were on tour, um, we, we we kept on saying, oh, we're going to get together before the show, and we'll hang out and do this and this and this. And the one day, he calls me up and goes, yo, you guys want to hang out? I'm like, uh, we're at dinner. We'll meet up with you guys after we're done. He goes, what do you mean you're at dinner? And we're like, yeah, we're at Outback.
2: What the fuck is dinner
1: on a tour? <laughs> and he's like, he, he's oh, he called us so many names. Um, I literally put where, the phone down in the middle of the and <laughs> Yeah, I put the phone we, down like, in the middle we take of the these, table. We
2: take them out on fucking tour, and like they all have forty-hour-week fucking adult jobs. They're on like paid vacation. <laughs> We're just shitheads that all live in basically one fucking house. Can't afford to do anything, and we're like, you know, like I said sometimes I've we've st- stolen fucking those shitty hoagies from gas stations, or like found a good pizza, a whole pizza in a Pizza Hut dumpster. Like they throw that shit away. It's in a box. <laughs> Fuck it. That's dumpster you know? diving. You yeah, know. we like when we did the U.S. tour, we were eating fucking canned ravioli cold for fucking forty days, like. Was that Brad's
3: idea, the whole Outback? No, no, actually it was uh, Joe (laughs) Carr's idea. We
2: take them out on fucking tour, and they're like, yeah, we're at fucking Steakhouse. And I'm like, oh, we got a hotel. We're we're staying at
1: these really nice hotels. I just slept
2: on some dude's floor in his house with all his weird stray cats he fucking took in. (laughs) Next to a fucking dried puddle of puke that looks like fucking oatmeal, you know.
1: I I pass out watching a (laughs) natty.
2: You know what it's like? The way, like? You're not getting laid for how many days you wake up with a raging heart on, on a hardwood floor. It's not like a hotel bed. It fucking sucks. Well,
0: you had Princess there. You should have fucked him. Yeah. We no, went we You, you would have thought those cocksuckers
2: suckers <laughs> yeah. would at least they, been they like, were like, yo, right, we're- come sleep on our fucking floor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like because we heard the story cuz we could have at least fucking been like sneaking down and eating continental breakfast in the morning.
1: We heard their stories, so we were like the, the first time in Richmond.
3: That's fucked up, dude.
1: And well, we heard like don't let them know where your hotel is. And they're all like, "Oh, so where are you fucking rock stars staying?" We're like, "Oh, the Omni there. Here we're like a mile down the road, <laughs> not telling them where we're staying."
2: We fucking one, we deck. went we went with the grinder. <laughs> we were in Buffalo, New York one night. It was the first time we were ever up that way. And, uh, Grinder was sleep. They had a hotel next to us. Cause. The promoter, like, hooked us up. Or else we always, we never got hotels on our own dime. Unless, like, promoters or, like, our label would put it up. And, uh, because we're cheap fucks. And Floyd, Grinder was like, we're gonna fucking drink with Floyd tonight. And Floyd's like, I'm gonna out-drink your whole fucking band tonight. And they're like, yeah, right. He's like, fuck you, I'm gonna out-drink your whole fucking band. So Floyd takes a hotel trash can, fills it with beer and ice. And he's carrying this thing around like a fucking, <laughs> it's his best friend. And he's hammering beers. So it's Floyd versus four dudes. And Floyd's just hammering beer all fucking night. I watched Austin get in a fight with a fucking lamp one that night. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally came in and just, like, right-hooked this lamp off this hotel fucking table. And I woke up in the morning, and we were all like, we're going to Niagara Falls. We've never seen it. Like, let's go fucking do some lame touristy shit. So, like, I'm banging on the fucking grinder's door, and I'm like, let me the fucking assholes. And, I'm like, Sean comes. Stupid. I don't know why the fuck he thought this was a good idea. Let's me in his hotel room. I don't, and they all, they're all they all laying in their fucking beds. And I'm like, yo, we're going to Niagara Falls. and you come be fucking American? Are you be assholes? And they're like, oh, uh, well, fucking, well, you know, we're tired. I'm like, Flo, I'm just drinking all fucking night with you guys. And they're like, he's up. He's ready to go fucking party. So I was like, whatever, fuck you. So I left. But I fucking latched her door open. Like, flipped that latch backwards. Packed all our shit up. Loaded the van. Go back in grab the trash bag that was still in the fucking trash can from floyd now i got like a fucking five gallon water balloon and i walk in their room and i'm holding this thing i'm like hey see you fucking dicks later and i just threw it in the air and it just comes down on their fucking one of their beds and just explodes with ice water everywhere i'm like fuck you we left that's the last story we ever did with those dudes <laughs> canadians <laughs> Yeah, like, no, like, surprise that
3: most people don't want to stay on. Twitter. Well, I don't think, I don't think. Big nose really was trying to be mean by not allowing you guys oh, yeah, from we the stories. <laughs> no, I really don't. They just needed the hotel room for, you know, the hair primping and the, the dying of the hair. Beauty yeah. yeah, you know, sleep. Gotta get that fucking solid eight Chuck. hours. Well, yeah. Chuck was fucking dying from yeah, like Ch- the
2: yeah, whole Chuck. tour. Yeah, He's Chuck like was like sleeping, yeah, fucking he w- he had shit uh, in his fucking life away.
0: Yeah, he had
1: to flu something so bad that none of us wanted to stay near him. That's the that punishment. Sucks. That's called well,
3: punishment for fucking being an asshole to the other. Guys. That was the tour Sean Sean from
2: The Grinder did that tour with us. Yep. Probably. I don't know. I just
3: know after Front Royal. That's why uh, you got
2: to eat shittier your stuff, man. Like It's only contagious when, when you suck a dick.
1: <laughs> I know no, after uh, <laughs> Front we Royal. Of, you
2: eat out of dumpsters, you fucking build your immunities up, man.
1: I know after uh, the Front Royal show, we went. We played uh, Wilmington the next night. And Oh,
2: God. Yeah, he headbutted a dude. Were you there for that? No. Yo, Sean headbutted this fucking dude in the chest. At, at, at Wilmington? Yeah. How did I miss that? It was some fucking You're probably
3: dying your hair. Some
2: <laughs> cocksucker opening band was like wheeling their gear out while we were playing Oh, now I, like, now this is coming back. It's kinda of fucking rude, asshole. So Sean jumped down off the stage singing and just headbutts his dude yes. in his fucking chest. It was really awesome.
1: We but uh the after Front Royal we partied something. And I remember sitting there Dude, with Front uh,
2: Royal goes fucking hard. Yeah, those dudes that put the shows on down there were awesome. I had well,
0: no idea Front Royal was such a fucking scene.
1: Well,
2: I, I it's only the dudes that were in Kill the Car. Um, those dudes, Dale specifically, was the go-to guy. Like he made the shit happen. Always putting on banger fucking shows, and uh, they were on... Kill the Car was on Overdose too, and that's how we met him via MySpace. Like, hey guys, we're like friends on the same label. So then, like before you know, it, like when we started going south, like we need dates. We only met these dudes like one fucking time, and, and now, that's how you
0: started playing front royal.
2: Yeah, now they're like our best friends. Like those dudes were up here last night for one of our our bass player got married, and like they came up for that. I drive down there every now. well, We still play. I'm playing down there next weekend, and like even when I'm not playing, we go down and hang out.
1: We uh, but it was it was a like I said a, a humongous raging party afterwards, like backyard wrestling, and I remember hanging out with Floyd, and Floyd's like yo. Big Nose, we're going to get you drunk. I'm like, he's like, I never see you drunk. I'm like, all right, let's do this. Drink
2: this fucking old crow faggot. You're going, no. That's (laughs) totally how
1: that went. (laughs) I told you the story of the the guy with no teeth in the Jack Daniels bottle, and I was trying to hide from him, and I ended up chugging a bottle of Jack. That was Front Royal.
2: Sounds like Brian. Like Brian? Yeah. Yeah, from Killer Car? Yeah, and he,
1: he had every bit of divination merchandise. He had stuff that I didn't even have. And, uh it was funny as hell because we started talking and you know i'm hanging out with floyd and we're just drinking bush and i mean bush
2: pounders that was like that was how floyd got that fucking name bush pounder oh
1: yeah. and then the next what day- does he love to
2: drink Floyd, shitty beer and whiskey yeah that's it any like, whiskey pbr's and- Takatis, fucking whiskey the whiskey the- that
3: burns he doesn't want it to be smooth like yeah it's- like, like i just gotta hurt yeah <laughs> yeah like what the gallon that comes out that nobody drinks, yeah. Throw it out. And yeah. That's yeah. Like now we're gonna make like whiskey. old
2: granddad, yeah. old crow, fucking shit like that. I
0: think it says O in the front.
2: Yeah. O yeah. L. <laughs> <laughs> next
1: day in <laughs> Wilmington, as we're loading in, I, I have a picture of of Floyd walking past me, and he looks beat and tired. And I'm like, yeah, I, I'm honored that I got to drink with him and make him beat and tired. So
2: do we did like when we were doing the U S. tour. We drank, like, not we, we collectively, but they fucking drank so much, like, because you're, you're bored on tour. You don't fucking do anything. You literally drive, and you're just sitting waiting, and then you get there, and you sit and wait some more, and you just drink. Like, you just fucking day drink all day. And then, like, I remember coming home, and, like, I fr- Travis was like, I had to drink six beers a day for, like, a week to wean myself back to a normal <laughs> fucking lifestyle. Damn, that's you're- crazy.
1: Your last EP for Gloom Doom, you did that with Corey Smoot down at uh, his studio.
2: We did, uh, we did Cosmic with Corey. Oh, okay, we did that one with Corey. I think that was like one of the last things we recorded before he died. Right. Um, and then ripping and tearing, we did with Gibby. Gibby was um, Guar's drum tech. Okay. And he also played drums in Men's Rea with Corey. And when Corey passed away, uh that Karma Studios or whatever, I guess like Gibby still ran it, but I guess Corey's wife owned it or something. So like he was like, Come down, come down, come down. I'm like, dude, we can't fucking afford you guys. Like he's like, Dude, I'll cut you deal. So we went down and recorded it in Richmond. It's all the same gear that we recorded the cosmic shit with. Like he's it was all Corey stuff. But uh, I was in this like shitty rental space and there was no ac and fucking we had because if you run the ac it picks up on the microphone so right. it's like i think it was like 102 outside and inside it was hotter right because there's
1: no it, airflow there's no oh
2: my god it fucking sucked like at one point i was like doing a drum take and i stopped and they're like why did you stop you're killing it i'm like i can't fucking see my eyes are burning right now from all <laughs> the sweat i was like Like, I need to fucking wash my eyes out. And I'm like, just punch me back in. Cause that one's all digital. We didn't do that one analog. And like, we're trying to cram this on like a weekend. And like, Travis did all his vocal takes in one fucking day and nothing but a pair. Like, all he had on was cut off gym shorts. Like, close to balls hanging out, cut off gym shorts. And like a fucking white towel around his neck,
1: and he was probably as comfortable as it could be. Yeah, so. but it was hot I mean, as he, fuck he, in that place. Travis is like the gloom doom and slugger and all that. They they're the redneck of Burke's County. Travis is the redneck of redneck. I, I Lehigh. love Lehigh.
2: He's
0: yeah. from Lehigh, Virginia. so he fit right in in Virginia, yeah. especially yeah. Richmond. Richmond's yeah. just that.
1: He he. I, I, I'm telling you, he has to be from West Virginia because he is just. Whew,
2: Man, he got, like, I fucking was with him last night. And he has his fucking hoodie on. And it's a it's a pig. Alright, it's like a print of a pig on the fucking front of it. But inside the pig is a cutout of a fish. I'm like, what the fuck? How do you get that? And he's like some dude on the internet man he, like turns around and like I'm probably wrong cuz I don't give a shit about fishing but it was the silhouette of a pig with the print of like a rainbow uh, oh, geez, like rainbow a striper trout. a rainbow trout or a striper like on the pig I'm like that's kind of cool and it's really fucked up <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, back to uh, back to your uh, your last cp there ripping um is is that why it got held up was cory passed or
2: um no it was we toured a lot and played a lot of shows until like 2013 and then floyd left the band and he was just he was over it like we played a lot of fucking shows man and like played a lot we did like it wasn't us just playing like we were running shows we were fucking booking them all like we did all our shit basically ourselves and like like, DRP helped us a lot when they probably shouldn't have. Like, that dude has his own bills and way other things that are more and more important than fucking we are. But, uh, we just handled our own shit. And Floyd just got to the point where he's like, I'm not having fun anymore. You know? And he didn't want to tell us. And he just, like, he hacked it out. But it was just to the point where like, his shows were suffering. And he was, like, we're just... So we we kicked him out because he wasn't quitting okay so then like at that point we're like let's write a fucking record and we already had like that ripping record floyd r- was involved in a lot of the songs like because i said something to him the other night he's like ah, i didn't fucking write that record i'm like you wrote kilgore you were we all like I'm like me and you wrote kilgore and presented it to the band and worked on it i was like we all wrote rocktober together i'm like meth head was about your fucking old man dude <laughs> and like he wrote a couple of those riffs uh ripper he didn't write at all but it was me and his idea to write the song and the fuck else is on that seatbelt strangler you didn't write but like half that record he was the least involved in and like when we did that a lot of people were really weirded out like how are you gonna make a silent like gloom doom without floyd we're like
1: i was kind of on that on that wagon as well i don't I, know we played with you a bunch i just it feel fell like, in place i feel
2: like music at some point in time like when you're creating it's one thing but like gloom doom was already created It was like an established thing so like we knew what it needed to be to be gloom doom right you know like it had it had the Beulie played next to floyd for fucking eight years like he knows how to fucking play floyd right Beulie knows and floyd knows how to play Beulie. that's just like you know any other band picking up a fucking film guitar player should be like you play the songs and yeah, you can play them. Then eventually, you're like, I fi- I got the fucking groove where now I can make it sound like... Like how Zach Wilds makes it sound like Randy Rhodes.
1: Right. I mean, at this point, though, you were you, you started SluggerNut at this point.
2: I started SluggerNut in 2012. Um, A lot of people for a really long time were just like, you run your fucking mouth a lot. And you like being an asshole and being violent. Like, you should sing in a hardcore band. And I was like, eh, <laughs> you know. Like, I really don't know how to fucking sing. And I didn't at all. But like... We started it as a joke, and uh, I just did it here and there, like, in between, like, I would, like, write shit when I was in with Gloom Doom, or, like, when we were on the road, I'd, like, those dudes would practice and jam out, and then send me clips, and I'd write lyrics on my phone, in the van, and, uh, I mean, we switched, me and the drummer, are the only two original I was dudes. gonna
1: say, you and Josh started Sluggernaut.
2: Yeah, it was me and Josh, uh, this dude Hopple, and this kid Thornton, and, uh, yeah, Thornton's a fucking, he's a gem. Uh, sweet dude. Crazy fucking dude. But, uh, yeah, like, we did one record, and then it just took a while. Like, I mean, those dudes are younger than Gloom Doom. Those, right. those motherfuckers were coming to Gloom Doom shows at, like, 14 years old. That's a,
1: I remember Josh coming to Divination shows, yeah. and he played with us, uh, the. He's probably in Said to Destruct. Yeah, the uh, uh, Age of Man uh, release party. Yeah, and once again, he came up to me. Oh, thank you for letting us play with you, and you know, we've seen you so many times, and and he, and Rivers, and I'm like, dude, you're in the scene with us, man. Yeah, oh, he's fuck. he's oh, always got
2: it. Like, um, my grandparents and his grandparents used to run around together, so we're like third generation friends. And then when he was young, I just started taking him shows real early. I think the first show, one of the first show that took me was like a Dead 50s show at Silo. <laughs> And so he gets like the whole giving back putting in thing
1: right when uh you you did a couple recordings now with uh with Slug or not, your songs are so like night and day shorter than uh gloom doom, for example, yeah,
2: for sure was uh, this
1: something to set out for or yeah, it was um I mean your full length is what eighteen minutes long, and there's like twelve songs on it,
2: yeah, probably it's really <laughs> fucking short. I know like the new record's like eleven minutes and five songs <laughs> Jesus Christ, I don't know, I was like gloom doom. Like even so, Gloom Doom played a secret show last night.
1: I was gonna come up to yeah, that. Yeah, and couple like minutes.
2: when we've been working up to it, we were just like sitting around and we're like, "Why the fuck did we write an eleven-minute song? Like, why the fuck is there so many notes in this? Like, and we're like, like you guys
1: were high all the time. Like, who
2: the fuck was we trying? Like, what were we trying to prove? You know, like. But then, like when we did Sluggernaut, it was just like, no, nah, I just want fast. I want fucking short. I want mean. Like that's it. And. That's just what we did. And then with Floyd joining the band, like, Floyd gets it. Floyd.
1: Yeah, um, Floyd jumped in there just out of nowhere. How did that come about? I mean- um,
2: our guitar player wanted, like, our first record took a lot of time to actually like, get off the fucking ground. Because, like, like, those dudes were younger. So a lot of them were, like, in college or, like, trade schools. And, like, we're just going through some fucking serious shit. And we didn't have a lot of time. And then we finally got to do the second record guitar player was like dude i bought a house i'm getting fucking married i ain't got time so he i'm like well we wrote all these songs if you record them we did and that was uh destruction after death and uh so we recorded that record with him and then i'm just like kind of pissing and went i'm like i don't know what to fucking do and floyd was like floyd hadn't played guitar in like two years and he's over at my house and he's drinking he's like well, who's gonna play guitar i was like i don't fucking know and like i talked to Billy, and Billy didn't have time or wasn't interested I talked to riffmaster from i'm gonna kill you but like he's fucking yeah, super adulting. He's and he has a kid now too. So he was busy. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. And then Floyd's like I'm like, but I'm like, Do you wanna write a record with me? I'm like, let's just write a record for fun and record it and put it out. So then he was like, Well fuck it, I'll just be in the band. So,
1: <laughs> it's nothing like your best friend just going yeah fuck it I, i'll just join
2: yeah and it's cool because like we all have like priorities and we know we're not gonna like we're not eating out of dumpsters anymore and like <laughs> we can still just play and he gets it like he left gloom doom no and like knows this is night and day different right yeah um n-
1: now uh when we started this though you uh mentioned about being in Mushmouth. yeah uh Mushmouth is doing a
2: a festival in uh Germany, is it? Um Einhoven Netherlands. Netherlands. Oh sweet. Yeah. It's a uh, Sound of Revolution Fest. Um ran by this dude Martin. And it was uh suicide the day we pull it's life agony, propagandi, street dogs, Suicidal Tendencies, yes. Gnostic <laughs> Front, yeah, it's Earth me- Crisis.
0: <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw the lineup and I was, it was like, it's, holy shit. It's
2: fucking stupid cool. And uh, yeah, we play the second day. Life Agony headlines the first day on like a Friday. And then we Ugh. play the Suicidal Day a second day. What table. a
0: fucking lineup. Like, and, and just such solid band. I mean, these dudes are like better than they ever were back in the day. I mean, Suicidal's fucking amazing
1: now. Yeah.
2: yeah, their lineup like, now is fucking super tight. And every time I see them, they're awesome.
1: I know your friend, knowing you, I know you're friends with Chris. And and you know for Mushmouth and all this, but how did how did you tell people how you got into Mushmouth?
2: Uh, I used to go see Mushmouth when I was a kid. Like those dudes are significantly older. Than yeah, they're like ten years older than me.
1: They're they were a little bit older than Tivination.
2: Yeah, and um, we used to go see them, and uh, I always liked your like chick I was dating in high school. Her sister's boyfriend was burning me like twenty five Life Records, Mushmouth out to Win Records, and like he turned me on to like that wave of hardcore, and then. Working with Frank when I was in Gloom Doom, Frank was our manager, Frank and Chris used to like co-book shows at like Crocodile Rock.
1: Mm-hmm. And, we did a bunch of shows with and
2: you guys. Yeah, Frank would fucking, or Chris would book the shows and Frank would basically like run them. Right. So Frank wouldn't like need hands because Frank would book like, it was like one day it was like Biohazard, fucking Bulldoze, like bunch of fucking yeah, I, bands. oh my
1: God, I remember these shows.
2: And uh, I met Chris rock, rock. from doing that and then chris opened up reverb in redding which is a general entertainment venue like yes comedy metal rap fucking wrestling boxing. Midget, yeah midget wrestling yeah um <laughs> and which when
1: we end I, I got i actually saved the dates this time to uh be able to say this is what it is that shit looks working.
2: really gnarly like i see the videos and i'm like fuck i should have went I'm like dude well, there's not, <laughs> not so well. many people Central. that are that way yeah, yeah that's but a- uh yeah, Chris Chris owns Reverb and we would fucking help him stage manage, run shows, do door or whatever, and we became friends and he became aware of me and Gloom Doom and we'd play shows there. And then one day I was like in the office like and he's like, Hey, would you wanna play this as hardcore? And this is hardcore is a giant fucking hardcore fest in Philly. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, with mushmouth. <laughs> and I was like, You want me to play a mushmouth? Yay, I'm like, well, what happened to Shannon? Because like Mushmouth hasn't played, they played one show in like 10 years. Right. And he's like, well, Shannon's like, he's done playing music for the most part. Like he quit Wisdom and Chains and he's, yeah, I'll fucking, I'm like, you serious? He's like, yeah, I was like, I'll fucking do it. He's like, you learn those songs. I'll go home and learn those songs tonight. <laughs> so then like, I just start hammering out like different catalogs, like other shit. And a couple months down the line, and he's like, are you still going to do this? I was like, yeah, I just need a set list, bro. Like I got them all kind of queued up in my head. So then we played This Is Hardcore in 2014. And that, fuck, I don't even remember who the fuck headlined, but.
0: 14. That was. That's never a slacking show,
2: man. That no, was man. like the fucking who's it, who of yeah, hardcore. I want to say
0: Misfits were
1: the headliner on that one.
2: No, it was, uh. I mean, it, there, they were rotting out played because I made a point to go see them, and that was like right before that dude got busted with all the pot. Okay. Like straight edge dude smuggling pot and guitar <laughs> amplifiers across the country. Like, yeah. Um,. I got an idea. It was a (laughs) really good idea, actually. You just fucking failed. Who would Uh,
0: suspect the straight edge guy?
2: Yeah. But, uh. The cops. Yeah, so we, we played this as hardcore, and then, um, we played one other one off show in 2015 at Reverb on the Floor. Okay. And uh that was it. Like when we like we've been getting offers for like other festivals and shit like that, but half of those dudes are in Wisdom and Chains. Right. I mean, Wisdom and Chains is super fucking busy right now. So Right. Like,
1: they just put a new album out in.
2: Yeah, they just put uh nothing in Nature Respects Weakness. Right. That's what it's called.
0: Is that still hardcore? Are they still hardcore?
2: Yeah. yeah Wisdom a- Chains? Yeah. but yeah. like, they like grew up a lot. Like there's Wis- definitely there's a lot. Wisdom more and chains to, this shit than to me was like ten years ago.
1: Um, and I'm probably gonna get slack for this. Wisdom and chains to me is the '80s hair metal with the long sing along like Bon Jovi. No, what dude, kind of Anthony music? And, yeah, and 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 yeah, anthem yeah, hardcore.
2: Yeah. Yo, Chris, um, the like lead guitar player dude totally writes some like banger riffs where I'm like that. Was probably on a Skid Row record, right? But like, it's just heavier and like Jotham, the way he writes lyrics, like they're definitely sing-along shit. And it's
1: when when you see them live, like you know Jotham will put the mic out like this, and the whole crowd like rushes. And Dude, I'm not like, talking about I the wa- ninety people that are on a hardcore stage.
2: I watch dudes like jump off of fucking PA systems like to get to that microphone. To and that
1: yeah, they just <laughs> hold it out like this, and it's just like this monster. They ha- they, wave. they have a
2: they hit. A fucking common ground with people that people understand them for sure. Like, oh, it's cool. I'll have
1: to I, check that out. I, I, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan, but I respect what they do because they did take something. They took hardcore and made it accessible,
2: almost. They like made it mature. Yeah, it's kind of like like I talk about. um I don't know if you guys are probably not familiar with like bands like the Menzingers, but like it's like the you got the shitty kid adolescent pop punk stuff, but then it's like pop punk for adults, and then like. Wisdom and Chains is like hardcore with adult fucking concepts. Yeah. But like, well, when
3: I saw them at Reverb, yeah, I think I've seen them there twice, personally. And and that's exactly what it is. Like he really interacts with the crowd and brings the crowd into the show. Like it's like more of a everybody knows everybody kind right. of thing. You know? yeah.
1: And the one thing the one thing with wisdom though is when you go to a hardcore show, and we've been to many of them going back to way before when hardcore was cool the first time around, um, there was always fights. Wisdom and Chains, it's you can feel the tension like there's gonna be, but by the time the show's over, you're friends with this guy that you were kinda of going,
0: I'm watching you. Yeah, yeah, that that fight shit was more of a Berks County thing. Yeah. We went to hardcore shows up in fucking New York City, dude, and it was not like this right. at all. Like, dude, everyone
2: gets hit and then you always have you always have that one fucking dude that just doesn't get the vibe yet. And right. Then takes it wrong way.
0: Usually a dude with a Pantera shirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You
2: know, it's like how it is. Well so- have the same dude like those like for, like so Chris runs this festival called Tsunami, and mm-hmm. Tsunami is, like, another big fucking hardcore fest, and anyone that, like, likes hardcore, in their closet is a Pantera <laughs> shirt, or a Sepultura shirt, or, like, some old fucking, like, obituary, like, there's those weird underlying crossover bands, and there's this fucking band called Pantera, and <laughs> they're just a Pantera cover band, but we put them on the fucking festival. So, like, you have your, like, Pantera, like, you watch Pantera shows, just old stage diving and like push moshing now you got these dudes like doing fucking handstand cartwheels, spin kicks and like swinging for the fences now you get to give them their live pantera show that they didn't get in the 90s because of all the fucking push moshing and skinheads or whatever so like they they remember this band i'm like you guys have no idea what's about to happen and they played the fucking domination breakdown and like it was violent it was fucking scary, violent. I'm I just, saw the like,
1: video to that. That was
2: crazy. I'm just ducking, like covering my face. Like it's everyone wanted to hear that live. Like you know, like dance the way they fucking dance and get down to it.
1: Well, with you going to this uh, this festival, um, this is your first time going out of the country to play music.
2: Yeah, I've never. Um, I don't know how many fucking states I physically played in, but like we went all the way to California and back with Gloom Doom, and like Florida to fucking wherever. But yeah, this is my first time out of the country. So like, um, period,
0: like ever. Yeah. Oh, you'll love it. Yeah, it's uh, going to be really
2: fun. I don't fun know.
1: He, he's about as redneck
2: as I'm No, dude. Fucking. He's probably going right totally to punch
1: me now. am totally ready to around.
2: I'm not wearing this America fuck yeah dress. Uh, dude. You'll
3: fucking love it, dude. I'm t- going <laughs> to so be like, Erica, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you'll,
0: you'll fucking love it, dude. They'll, they, they fucking totally dig American culture over there, and they're fucking straight yeah, up into well, it. Like, the dude, they love the music
1: more yeah, like than what we love in no, here. And the culture. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Well,
2: they're yeah. they're huge. Dude, Europeans in general are just bigger overall music fans. They're way more accommodating. Yeah. Like, um, from what everyone was telling me, like the dudes from Strength for a Reason and like Chris from Mushmouth, like you go over there from American band and you're treated like fucking king. Like they, they feed you, they put you up, they fucking cover your costs. You know, and like here, if you're a touring band, you're just like, can we sleep on your floor? And like, uh, no, <laughs> yeah, like no. Well, here it seems sleep. like if you're a
3: band from Europe and you come here, they're like, "You raped women." Yeah, yeah. fucking Saxon, <laughs> fuck you. Like, we're, I'm
1: winding down here, but uh, you've talked about a lot of bands uh, that you played with. in this and this. give me a li- give us a list of the bands that you played with. I mean. From top to bottom, six twenty one um, gloom doom. So I was doom. in
2: six twenty one, then I was in Slain Child Mourned, Gloom Doom. Uh, I played a couple shows with Submarine Screen Door, fucking, which I actually I own a business with that guitar player now, screen printing business. Um, Anthropobia played a show with them. I want to kill you. Sinking Earth, Mushmouth, Rodent Lord. Uh, fuck, who the fuck else did I play for? Common Enemy, I played drums and sang for. Um, Slugger Not. There's a lot. <laughs> it's like, always, always like one fucking, like, can you play one show or like, whatever? You're right. You're going to learn them. Oh,
1: well, I was, I put your name up for uh, the guys from Divination, got a, like a prog band now. Yeah. And I threw your name in that hat like a half a dozen times.
2: What the fuck is the name of that? It's like,
1: whatever this is. Yeah.
2: It's, it's like a sentence. And, uh, <laughs> I fucking hate sentence band names it, it, though. What's that, Brad? Yeah, yeah, Brad and Brad and Chuck. I love you. I love Brad, but Jesus Christ. Like, any band that's like, the autumn days of the night before tomorrow's fucking bullshit. I
3: fucking hate it. Now, when I tattoo him, he comes in and he tells me, I'm like, so how's the band going? He's like, good. Like, am I going to like it? He's like, ah, oh, there's normal singing. You won't like it.
2: <laughs> I'm like, all right, just quit now. I'm really picky about my fucking lame singing.
3: But uh, in the
1: meantime, no, I, I threw your name in it. Because it is, it is about as prog as it could possibly be. And it was one of those things that they kept on, I, I to me, when they would tell me, he's like, ah, eh, he wouldn't be into it. He wouldn't be into it. So, but... uh. Good. They
2: probably record it for them, at least. So they're not doing it with a fucking computer. No,
1: they actually did get a drummer now. Really? That's yes, cool. yes. Um I that's pretty much what I got for the for our guest I, story. I just
3: want to say I haven't been to that many Gloom Doom shows ever. But I do remember going to Reverb. You came to the slant show. When it was like on the side stage. Yeah. And yeah. It was like uh, there was another band that was playing. Was it Rumpel Stillskin Grinder? They were
2: supposed to play. It was a four hundred and twenty show.
3: There was dil You guys threw a bunch of like shit yeah, and like so that, hands all right, and dildos so yeah, and things. Slain Child it was morned. awesome. Yeah, Slainchild Child
2: Morn stopped playing. And then Stoson Grinder was on the show and they like, canceled for whatever reason. So like, what the fuck are we going to do? And we're like, let's just make Slain play. I'm like, We haven't practiced in fucking years or played. So we literally like, I texted a guitar player who none of us have seen. No one, even his close friends, like, where the fuck is this dude living? Like, I texted him or, or I called him, left a message. And all of a sudden I get a text message back. What time, where? Address. I'm like, shut the fuck up. So we're like, yo, we got to go get the keyboard. So like everyone in gloom, doom, except for Travis was in slain because Floyd even sang for slain at a point. So we all left, went and got the gear and came back and uh, we fucking, we always had boxes of, we would just put random shit in this fucking box, like mannequin heads, fucking shitty stuffed animals. At one point we had salt and pepper shakers, but then we had like the fake prosthetic hands from like uh Halloween stores. But and they're really cool to throw at people, but they're fucking expensive. So we used to take latex gloves and, and blow fill them up, right? Film with expansion foam, and then just dump them out. People would throw shit at them. So we did this show. It was like our first show ever, like in three years. I got like shitty garbage symbols from someone. We were like, we were throwing symbol stands in the crowd, and fucking people were just piling up and throw like throwing the box we called it the box of raunch fucking hands at each other and like whatever the fuck was in there like halloween rats and things like that i want we played a show once we found a dead woodpecker and we stuck it in that fucking thing <laughs> and people were throwing a fucking dead woodpecker at each other because they thought it was fake they thought it was fake like everything else because was just petrified and hard i'm like holy fuck someone's gonna get like fucking
3: swine flu or some shit dude i thought it was awesome because i've never seen props being thrown out yeah, during a show and then people like you know besides the stupid ball that you see at these huge shows where <laughs> well, like you like hit you, it up like oh. you,
0: well you came close to having fucking maggots shot out of a bit yeah. bass drum <laughs> well like <laughs> it never happened we even like at one point <laughs> it we fucking happened we got a uh,
2: Shitty, like, caveman clubs. Like, squeaky caveman clubs from... Because, like, when Super Halloween Adventure whatever the fuck shuts down at the end of, like, October, that shit's all on sale. So maybe we just buy as many random Halloween things as we could and throw them in this box. And, like, event we'd, you know, people would steal them at shows and we just replace them with more bullshit we found at yard sales and whatever the fuck, like,
1: the oh, word... Oh, oh. The one fun thing about playing with these guys all the time was what gloomed him especially their set list, Like everybody, you've you seen it. Everybody puts their set list on a piece of pla- piece of paper, typed out, big bolt. No. They had like the greatest porn magazines that they would rip out the center folds and just like, oh, write fucking it on amazing. top. And then the <laughs> best was they would leave them on the stage for the band after. So yeah. there was
2: times where we would play after them. Or we'd give them out to underage kids.
1: That's a fucking collectible <laughs> right there. Yeah. yeah. There's times where we're playing and there's like this chick's badge, like just spread wide open, yep. like right here next to my drums. I'm like. So you're hey. playing with a
0: fucking heart on Yeah, all yeah.
1: Was like, I was playing with three sticks at night.
2: It was just. Like,
0: <laughs> well, two drumsticks
1: and It was a just efficient,
2: man. Well, like, oh, yeah. Who the fuck's care? <laughs> a notebook with him like We didn't have a notebook, but we had porn. We had plenty of fucking porn.
3: That's so brilliant. That's awesome. It was so awesome. It's like, here's the set list. Yeah, like, oh, we're out of paper. (laughs) List. Yeah, better go to the fucking
2: go get a fucking shitty three pack. Like, who you buy a shitty three pack at the porn shop? You're only looking at the club magazine. You don't need to look at leather and lace. That's fucked up. And there's the other one with some chick with like a ball gag on. Like, those are great set lists. Yeah, they're not great for jerking off, but they're great set lists. The
1: best was when we were on tour. Like Austin would run over to me and go. is this one good enough for the drums tonight I'm like that is perfect We would literally
2: like flip through it and I'm like I want that one I want the one with two dicks in that shit
1: This one's ass. tonight That's tonight. my set list. Yep. that's fucking And hard. he would leave them there and, Yeah they
2: were oh they
3: were. Yo, so uh, that's the encore shot This one time
2: uh Cause it got, it became like the notorious thing. Everyone's like, oh, gloom doom setlist on porn. One of my friends had a box that I guess his brother left behind from high school. He's like, yo, I got this fucking box of porn. I'll give it to you guys for setlist for your tour. I'm like, all right, cool. So he gives me this fucking box of porn, and I take it with on tour. And at some point, it's when I had it in my car before we left. Some of them spelled out, so I grabbed them through them in my backpack. We're in North Carolina, and we stay at this chick's house. Candace Hunt, she's a junkyard princess. She had a lotus blossom with a spark plug in it. (laughs) Like, grew up in a junkyard. Floyd's, like, trying to, like, sleep with this chick. (laughs) Fucking Jeff's drunk sleeping in her kid's race car bed. Like, like, I
1: can't. I can't.
2: You take the leg off because his leg came off? You got plenty of room. I wasn't going to say it. So, fucking, we leave this chick's development. She lives in this nice development. I pull out onto the road checkpoint like immediately motherfucker in between the van seats we kept a cooler and this cooler had like the box of porn like there's like 30 porn mags stacked right there and then there's a fucking buley passenger seat with a centerfold you know checking nicking chicks out and a cop comes up he's like we're just doing a id check and driver's license check and i'm like oh okay and like sees all this fucking porn through the window of the van i go for my wallet and i don't have it it's in my bag and i'm like can i get it out of the back it's in my bag he's like, yeah just go to the back i'm like all right so, like, I opened the door, and now you can clearly see the depth of how tall this fucking porn stack is. <laughs> <laughs> and I walk to the back, open my bag, more porn falls out of my fucking bag all over the fucking street. And this cop's just looking down like, what the, f-? like, i he's like, here's my ID. And he's like, you can pick that up. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, sorry, man. We don't
1: want that in our southern states here.
2: Hey, it's not illegal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Virginia's
0: all right. We always either. had
2: fucking porn on us, man. Like that's, what we oh, did. Yeah, that's my sister.
0: Virginia's not quite Southern, but they are Southern. They're they're that fucking
2: Don't tell them that, man. They take fucking pride <laughs> in that shit. <laughs> yeah, they do. Like now, Maryland, like you can talk all the shit you want on Maryland. That's just like a giant Mason Dixon line to them. Like <laughs> fuck Maryland, man. It's not We were in South Carolina with the New York DM guys. Okay. There's this uh chick Cynthia that used to book us down. Yes, there yes, yes. Do you know Cynthia Alexander? Yeah. Yeah, her and uh, she was fucking a huge Joe- fan. Rob, fucking Coffin, cough- dude from Coffin Syrup. Yep. Yeah, those dudes would book us down there, and uh, we fucking, we were in the kitchen, like they cook food for us and shit. We were playing this, like, Death Metal Festival for Halloween, and uh, I had someone bring up Maryland, and I was like, fuck Maryland, man. Ain't in the fucking South. He's <laughs> like, I don't even fucking eat grits, dude. I was like, holy shit, they're really pissed off about this.
1: We, Divination played in Western Maryland out there, uh, uh, Cumberland, and uh, this was one of the weirdest shows that we played. I've I, I told you this one. Around here, we were always that, we were the heavy band until yeah. Rivers came along, but we were always that, you weren't, you weren't getting heavier than us.
0: <laughs> and, and then they were the talented band.
1: Yeah, they were, actually. Well, here, we go out to Cumberland, Maryland we were the lightest ba- we were like my my dying bride on a suffocation show that's how like intense these bands were and once again no it was marilyn that's and- gloom
2: doom on every fucking show <laughs> never fit
1: well the, the one of the last uh, shows divination did with you was uh, down there in honeybrook and all all the bands were like your your standard oh the
2: metal on the maple fucking yeah. place yeah all
1: your bands were your standard death metal pretty boring i hated death- this
2: motherfucker that fucking jerk off with his goddamn leds and his fucking Fret markers on a Ugh. guitar. Fuck him. <laughs> but uh, fuck him on that alone. Hold on. Let's let's go back to this one. Elaborate a little bit. Oh, the, the fucking fret markers, like the dots. Or yeah. Whatever. I don't know. I'm he, had he, had he had LED lights in him. LED fucking yep. lights in him. Like, dude, you're not on Limp Bizkit. Yep. It's not cool. And, he, and
1: he also came in with this uh, leather jacket. He was like a big jarhead yeah. muscle dude. And he had like the black and white leather um.
2: trench coat. <laughs> yeah. Remember the yeah. yeah. <laughs> dude like thought he was in the fucking crow. Fuck oh, him. that's fucking amazing. Yeah, but it was like, it, it, he had, it was leather, but it was like cow
1: pattern. It, this was something a chick would wear. This is not. And yeah. he, he was just, and he had a good death metal. That was the only thing about the band.
2: The, the biggest thing, like, man, gloom Team used to make of bands all the time. And it wasn't because we were better or worse. It was just you made it easy. Yes. Like, we would I, we would get oil changes at, like, Walmart or whatever. We, we'd sit in the in park a parking lot. Me and Floyd came up with this game where we'd sit there. And you'd see these fucking kids. And you're like, they're in a band. Like, you pick pick them out. Like, they look shitty. But, like, flat iron fucking hair, like, skinny jeans. And I'm like, what do you think that band sounds like? Floyd's like, oh, probably like, dun 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 and I was like, yeah, but I'm like, that kid probably plays keyboard, so it's probably like burr, 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 burr. And we just and like when we a couple times, like those fucking kids ended up on the show that we were playing that night, and we're like, fuck, and then they play, and we're like, You're right. We,
3: we saw you at Walmart. The the, the tour <laughs> we did
1: awesome. uh the first night was in Richmond and uh
3: there Wonderland.
2: Was-
1: was it no uh, the was canal canal canal, Stru- canal canal Club?
2: That place is fucking rad.
1: And uh, the the band that was supposed to headline was going to bring three hundred people. Uh, I I want to say they were like El Diablo or some shit like that. And they're watching. There was a band before Divination. They were the openers, and it was Divination, Gloom, Doom, and then it was El Diablo. And during Gloom Doom, these guys were sitting there like, eh, they're good, but they're not us." And me and Brad like took. Took offense to this, like we're like
3: Brad and I. What's that? Brad and I. (laughs) Brad and I. Brad and I
1: really took offenses, and we were like getting pissed. Like they're like they're walking around like just total cock smokes, and they're like, "You wait till you see our crowd." They go on, they go up to play, and we're like,
3: "It was probably Brad and 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 Big Nose standing there." No, we were everybody. (laughs) We were sitting at the merge table with Austin,
1: and we were telling Austin about you know the shit that they were talking. And there's like nobody there. No, but like when they played and when we played, there was actual a couple people there. Like the rea guys came in, yeah, and was- these guys sucked. So, and it was funny because I was talking to Floyd before this, and Floyd's like, "I bet you they go
4: me nee, with
1: the keyboard and it's dan, oh. dig it, dig it, dan, And it was ex- it was that in a like a disturbed kind of manner.
0: Since you brought up Richmond, I was curious, like, then like you guys recorded in Richmond, yeah, and. Probably play there a ton of times. Yeah,
2: handful of times. Like,
0: how big is like like the Lamb of God and the and the Guar guys? Like, how involved so, are they in the scene? Oh my god, those dudes!
2: Those dudes are fucking all in it together down Yeah. There. It's really cool. Um, so it's like it's Guar, uh, Lamb of God, Municipal Waste, mm-hmm. Iron Reagan. Those are like the same dudes basically. And
0: did Municipal Waste wasn't that guy like part of the Slave Pit for a while? Wasn't he before Men's Rea start- yeah. yeah. was
2: right. like the spinoff at Corey from Guar, and then most of those dudes were like the slaves and mm-hmm. then like the road crew guys. Guys. um we did two really weird shows down there so when Corey died which was flattus from guar um
1: one of the greatest guys greatest metal guys i've ever met in my Ooh, life.
0: uh oh right i didn't Corey realize Smoot, yeah all oh right i didn't even realize he passed away yeah, oh yeah it, they were in away, the middle like, of a tour
2: 2012 yeah they, they found him dead in his bunk on like the fucking canada border no yep. shit yeah. yeah he had a, a heart attack yeah some sort of like cardiac arrest yep. um so we heard about it so we hit up what is now postulis from Guar, his wife, girlfriend, baby, mama, whatever. Um, Eve, we hit her up and we're like, "Yo, we heard about this Corey Benefit. We wanted to play the Corey Benefit. Like, he recorded the fucking record. It's like the last thing he did. Like, we think it'd be cool. So we went down there." And it was us, the Dave Brockie experiment, um, the Kung Fu Dykes, which ended up being that chick that was in Guar for yeah. like a hot minute.
3: Yeah. Um, oh, the second singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then Who was... Iron Ra-
2: Did Iron Reagan play that fucking show? Uh, yeah, I believe Iron I Reagan. I think was. Iron Reagan was on that show. And uh, so we played that. And like I said, all those dudes were involved. Like the municipal waste dudes. Like they all had their fingers in for this like Corey benefit. Well, then fast forward a year, and Lamb of God, Randy gets locked up in the fucking Czech Republic because he he got accused of fucking killing that kid. So they threw a benefit show, and we're like, "Yo, like we want to play that fucking show." So Eve again. Hooked us up and we go down there, and it was us for Randy, can- yeah, for Randy Blythe. It was uh, and then it turned, they ended up releasing him like the week off, so mm-hmm. it turned into his welcome home show. And like, it was you know, fucking, and it was so funny because I th- I'm not sure if this was well when they did the Corey show. Dave Brocky was like, "I'm uh, everyone buys these raffle tickets." He's like, "I have something I've been working on for fucking five years. Buy raffle tickets. I'm gonna fucking present it tonight." And he just come up between bands. He's like, "Yeah, it's raffle tickets, fucking dude." He's like, "All right, I'm gonna give you what I've been working on for five years." And then fucking chick comes up with a raffle ticket. Dave Brocky shaves his fucking head and just gives her his hair. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, but, um, like, those dudes were all involved in, like, helping each other out, and, like, when Corey, awesome. I, I know what I'm getting out. so when Corey passed away, Cannabis Corpse played, which is, like, half the Municipal Waste dudes played, um, for Corey's benefit, well, that, their singer quit, like, the week of. Randy Blythe came in from Lamb of God, learned all the fucking Cannabis Corpse songs, to the best of his knowledge, he even wrote out, like, poster boards, and he just stood on top of them, and they're, like, all they do is smoke weed, that's what the whole band's about, so he just wore sunglasses the whole time, and he had his cheat sheets, yo, they fucking killed it, and, like he sang like cannibal corpse like guttural the whole time like not how he sings in lamb of god at all and like so he did great yeah they were fucking awesome it's the whole that whole show's live on the fucking R- line
1: R- richmond richmond has a really good that's scene. great i've always wondered about that yeah those yeah, dudes I mean, was, those dudes the all always works.
2: they all work together because mm-hmm. like dude that's in plays drums in iron reagan he was in darkest hour and like when we recorded that last record like that dude goes walking by me and i'm like i fucking know you i saw you Re- you're in iron reagan he's like yeah like i'm fucking jamming with some dudes in this other practice spot in this building um but yeah all those they're all fucking involved like and like pusilless now he was in some other bands then and he was playing the cory benefit show and then before you know it, like they fucking recruited him yeah and that just, dude fucking shreds i always thought brand. that
0: seemed like the tightest scene around like even yeah, when are. i lived when i lived in northern virginia like you always heard about the richmond scene like that was always yeah. a big deal those back dudes then.
2: all work together and like there's this other little bar keeps at in wonderland and uh my buddy Derek books down there and he fucking bartends down there and that's like The smaller cap club, like Canal Club's huge. Canal Club can hold 1,500 fucking people. It's like the silo. Yeah.
1: And it's weird because you it's on the second floor.
2: And there's another shit downstairs. Yeah. Little Ozzy play there. When yeah. we play there, there's like a midget Ozzy fucking cover band. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, little Ozzy. No, Let me see your He <laughs> Yeah, the fucking <laughs> like, going. tassels and shit under his jacket.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it was funny because when they like when you were saying about the downstairs, the upstairs, like I said, is about the size of the silo and they have cranes that literally lift the PA board up to the second floor. Yeah, oh, nice. and all they do is just punch it in and it runs that PA.
0: Well, that band we reviewed on the second show, uh, 333, yeah. they're from Richmond. Okay, cool. Like, so I'll, I'll send you the link if you want to check yeah, them out. They're and really Richmond,
1: good. Richmond, and, and this is going back even before... Storyer and myself, that that scene down there is just always been. There's California, you know. There's the the Frisco, the Bay Area, and there's New York, and there's Tampa. Richmond was always just in there.
0: No, they were. They always seemed like the better scene. Like when did I live down there? What ninety, mid 95? Something, something like that. Like that that whole Guar thing was like the big thing down there. That was yeah. what you always heard about was
3: Guar. are
2: was... still fucking awesome. Like. Odorous died, and that sucks. But, like, it's the new record. But they're
3: holding on, yeah. yeah new are.
2: record, I mean, it, I, t- it definitely it's like one of those things, like when your fucking input jack shits out on a live show, you lost everyone for that show, for sure. Like, you had your momentum and then fucking shit out, and now you're, you lost half your crowd. And, like, I think that's kind of what happened with Guar. Like, it just kind of put everyone out of stalemate, and people are like, oh, well, fuck, Guar sucks now. I'm not. But then, I'm- like, when they came back, and they played at reverb i remember like i was fucking hanging up like a lighting rig and they're ripping through fucking love hate songs i'm like this still kicks ass
3: i i see i'm but that's the formula though if you honestly get like a replacement that like it, you don't have to copy the guy that or the person who yeah, left and i feel like you just have to like bring more energy to it yeah it, it'll work i see i'm i'm still Sepultura not Sepultura doesn't it work because no it does not like, like Sepultura. Yeah, after '96, yeah, you <laughs> know? yeah. It. Max left. They, they tried, yeah. they but they tried to copy it. I, th- I right. feel like that's a, that's what sucks is like when you try to copy the thing that's missing. Yeah. Never you can never fill that void. Right, you have to bring your own fucking shit and make it like a different see, great thing. Like see, you, my, you my do problem your
2: was best to fucking present what was there, and then you just make it your own. My my story.
1: problem with, with Guar is I was I was friends with Dave. I mean, this is like Guar made some really shitty albums in uh, in, in the mid '90s and
2: some of the shitty albums are really cool yeah they you know what like going back yeah, to yeah but it's, yeah. it's not <laughs> but it's they not were. just part the part Chaos it's that's really cool I, fucking I,
0: I hate it. I still hate
1: dude that.
2: how many Billy Badass is hard as fuck uh, how
0: many of them fucking bands Actually, got fucking harder as they went on. Oh yeah, as yeah, opposed yeah. to the fucking opposite.
1: Like well, most what? bands, how the, many the people, people go Metallica to see the, the show? For Christ's sake!
3: Yeah, yeah. Like, like, how many people go to see the show for the music? The majority see, of people I, go for the experience. Yeah, I, I, and the I, whole I, show. Like me,
1: I'm I'm there for the music, but more. I do get I do get the you, you know what I mean. Like, but uh, I've
2: seen Gora twenty five fucking times. Yeah, like, I, I've seen him... Um, I've
0: never seen him once.
2: Oh, dude, really? <laughs> they <laughs> Oh my! I missed the first
3: time. They're playing Sherman Theater. He did.
2: Because my brother broke his leg. And like well i don't
3: know a couple weeks isn't it they're, they're
2: yeah, playing it's like in november i think in yeah they're
1: yeah. playing in uh 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 the the new electric factory in in, in december
0: i'd rather go see him at the sherman oh, okay that's a cool fucking venue like his wands like the movie wand did make up for like premiered there
1: no okay. that
3: fucking yeah that that place is, is, is a old, cool fucking, it looks like the ritz
1: yeah they said it's a it's an old like theater like the ritz
3: of, you know how the ritz has the, the well, that's uh yeah old that's uh, set up f- and that it, it's like the opera house yeah friends of mine just go. went to see
1: armored saint there and they said it was amazing yeah dude
0: like the coolest Alves. shit fucking venue but we saw Corey for uh, Cory Feldman, Feldman. there yeah <laughs> the
3: only the only human who shows up to watch a movie in sunglasses yeah I'm like what the fuck
0: <laughs> and then runs out as quick as he can oh Jesus <laughs>
3: but, but I wanna I before we like get off track for a little bit I want to touch in like your new stuff right now like bring it to the present Slug or so not? now yeah now you're in Sluggernaut you guys are, are doing your thing and you have an album coming out yeah um comes out
2: Friday. Long as the fucking shit shows up on Wednesday, which, which this
3: this Friday. Yeah, twentieth. So
2: twentieth is the first show. That what's we're the, what's the date of this Friday? It?
3: The twenty nineteenth. Nineteenth. 19th. 19th So October nineteenth, the new album comes out. Um, because I want to, we want to play some stuff from the new album, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's what we got. Yeah, it's totally cool. Um, and
3: yeah, fucking,
2: it's eleven minutes, five songs. I don't really believe in putting full lengths out anymore. I feel like by the time you record and write a whole fucking full length, as a musician, you're probably over half this songs. Unless you're really pissing through them if you can write really quick, but like gloom Doom three out 12 songs, that's a good year. And like we were fucking playing that shit probably 2 years ago. Like some of those songs so like by the time the record comes out, I'm like I don't fucking play a song anymore. <laughs> when like I can do an EP five songs fucking write it in three months record it in a month put it the fuck out for half the price of what I was gonna pay at least and then it's more viable and you stay more current Um, Bane did that the hardcore band Bane they pissed out so many EPs and they're all fucking solid from front to back there's no weird stalemate records the
1: the thing I feel about with EPs is see I still buy full length records or just CDs in general and there's like on the way here I was listening to the last. after
2: track 8 I don't fucking listen to shit right
1: you know I I was listening to the New Testament on the way here and I'm like wait a minute there's no way I'll ever hear this song live because it's just space filler but if you took the first five songs on the New Testament album they're fucking amazing yeah Yeah,
0: but how many of them fucking album songs did they play on the new album off the new album None, none none
1: but what's like, the chance of me hearing track 7 off of the new album compared to, you know, something else. So, and and yeah, I get it, but I still love hearing where you're at at this time. I'm I'm old so.
0: <laughs> well, I mean the, to be fair, like yeah. I got out of metal a long time ago. Like I got so fucking sick of the fucking bullshit. It was just the same recycled shit for yeah. years? And then it was just recently like that I got into it again. Like the band camp is what did it for me. It like,
2: like, Lamb of God like picked it up from when it was dead and like fucking made it a viable thing again. But, but and then then it fucking got really repetitive and shitty again. Since
1: since you're you're a little bit younger than well, I'm younger than these two and you're younger than me. Yeah. Me personally, in two thousand ish, Slipknot was like revived metal from my days.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong.
1: Okay, so what is revi- What could revive metal now?
2: Uh, I don't know. Like I fucking- set list Ooh. written
3: on porn. <laughs> pa- yo, yes. power that's
2: trip. what i am fucking doing. Right, so like power, power trip-, trip. Power trip is pretty fucking yeah. old, actually. They're like yeah. ten years old, but they're like doing really well right now. They just sound like everything that you wanted from Sepultura that you haven't heard in fucking
3: twenty years. Did I have them on Pandora at work and they pop up every once in a while? It's like fuck. What the fuck is? It? And, and How- every time I'm like, what is this? Look at it? its power. I see, the, see like, the, the logo all fuck, over it's the place. Awesome and they're they fucker. were they yeah. were at
1: Decibel Amen. Fest last year and I didn't get the well you I, would like them I probably um, did see them yeah they're fucking awesome straight to
2: the point no bullshit thrash like mm. it's cool and, and, and you know good, what there's a lot of that like shit
0: there's a band from Ohio called Wraith mm-hmm. who is fucking wicked as shit dude they are fucking I've been jamming them a lot lately and dude and Overkill oh, Overkill will never fucking yeah. like just go away like, I, I had I had this conversation with the guys
1: from Decibel and it was funny I said name me a bad Overkill album and they looked at me with the straightest face. I hear one.
0: black. Really? It's not as good as everything but else. See the, it's they, still good. They but said it's not as good. They
1: said relics, and they said relics Man. only because of the fact that it kind of got a little too groovy. And I'm like, okay, I can get that. I can get into that. But in the meantime, no yeah, I love. I love I hear black. I can't I tell you a bad Overkill album.
2: Like New Iron, new Iron Reagan shit's really awesome. Yeah, it is. That's a band uh, that
1: I got into just recently. Yeah, like, I mean,
2: really. like it's Tony from the Waste, a couple dudes from the Waste, and like same energy. They get it, man. Um, Jungle Rot still oh, fucking doing that. Jungle this. Rot's been doing that they're since before fuck. Divination in like '93. War, Warbringer.
1: Warbringer's, oh, Warbringer's dude, fucking, awesome fucking awesome wicked right now. as shit. There's War- yeah. a
2: lot. Of, like, I think this new kickback is gonna be like a lot of. I don't want to call it a thrash revival because, like, thrash to me is like I can piss a thrash record out. To be totally honest, yeah. Um, but it's like the well-done thrash, like kind of like what, I, like to be totally honest, kill them all. A fucking fourteen. You watch fourteen-year-old kids play it all the time, right? It doesn't take a genius to kill them all. But now, fucking Anthrax, like those fucking early records, like that was some thought out shit. And I feel like <laughs> well, that. Danny that, Wilker. I mean, he yeah, was
0: involved right in the beginning. I
2: think that's what a, like a lot of these, like like Power Trip, like as simple as it is. There's like I'm like I would have never thought to structure a song like that. We and it makes total sense.
0: I I, but gotta, I think the I think the context like like Kill Them All. Like you think about that came out what eighty mm-hmm. two. Kill I think I mean, I wasn't even born yet. In yeah, <laughs> fucking in '82, I mean, that was some fucking crazy shit. I right, mean, yeah. you know, they were just coming well, on the like, heels of Venom and
3: right. Yeah, but I, and, I, I, I just want to add, bad
2: brands and bad brands was '79.
0: Oh my god, yeah. yeah.
1: I, I I was I was thinking this the other day. Um, I forget where I was at, and uh, I listened. To, they were playing Metallica from like Load and Reload. And Now I I. I, I Work with me here on this, since we have the three of you guys. We're all into metal. I know you're gonna say.
2: Um, <laughs> I know exactly what you're gonna say. What Ain't <laughs> <Hey> my
3: bitch.
2: <laughs> okay, if if you if Metallica came out like you might, let's
1: just say their first album was Load. There was no Kill 'Em All. There was no Justice. No it's a good record.
2: What, what what would you have thought? If if that would have been put out as a side... Pro- if that was not called Metallica.
1: Okay. That's where I, that's what I was hoping somebody cool. would say.
2: Same with, like, me and Juan have had this talk before. The Sepultura shit after Max? Yes. You could have called it whatever the fuck. It's really good. That's it. But I don't consider... It never it. Should, like, you should call it sepultura. sepultura. Yeah,
3: you call it Sepultura and you instantly... That's like saying... like and You're going to make a be, chair.
2: To be total fair, like, Cavalier Conspiracy has just as much right to call that Sepultura...
3: Dude, they're and fucking, I, I fucking more so Better. I got, a, yeah. God,
2: I got yeah. a question
1: for you three, then. Sepultura minus Max or Soulfly? Which one would you like better? Soulfly. Yeah. Really? I agree. Yeah. I can't get so, into either of them. Right, so it's, here's, it's, here's it's, the yeah, deal. but
3: Soulfly isn't Sepultura. Soulfly, it's its own, like... No, its isn't. They're more tribal and... Hang on a second.
2: Let's just get to the fucking point here. I gotta talk about this shit for while. And the fucking point We should with
0: this. The point of all this is Max was Sepultura. Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. So...
1: Like I said, I... I don't like Sepultura without yeah, but Max, Sepultura, but I don't like a
0: uh, Soulfly. Like I
1: the, love the Soulfly. The first
3: album of Sepultura versus the towards the end. How much Soulfly have you listened to? They went, mm-hmm. they went that so way. Here, here's the thing, like, they were turning we for, Soulfly from me being like a super
2: Sepultura nerd and reading his biography or whatever. That's he, the only one I haven't read. He yet. releases shit in groups, so like, there's like the '90s new metal Philly shit, and that was like three records, and then he then he had like a point where he claims he's like i wanted to prove i could write fucking sepultura records yet and he did uh did Omen. he actually say that he, yeah he yeah. says it in the book it's like omen um dark ages and conquer i think were three right in the middle they're heavy as fuck and they sound like several tour records and then he moved on from that then he did like the newer shit which was like enslaved i think was the one record and i forget what the two newer ones are called but they're fucking slower and like sludgy and now they have the bass player from like static x i think plays for them now yeah oh no shit but, like yeah, yeah. yeah. who's that, the, who's that, fear factory's
3: bass player yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: But that band is like their whole thing is like we're a fucking revolving door. But that—that's my
3: thing. Like Sepultura, it's Max and Andreas, and And then you have no, just guitar player. Oh yeah, yeah. And then you have Soulfly. It's like Max and fucking Mark Rizzo. Yeah. And dude, that combination I think is way better. Not that I don't like Andreas, but like fucking Mark Rizzo, he shreds. He he fucking can play. Like so that dude. He's one of those. um, He can like chunk it. Like the the last last time
2: I've seen him, I could be wrong. I don't know if he's still involved. So Gargantuan Soul, Mm -hmm. those dudes, uh, Opus went and made Dead by Wednesday. Yes. We toured with those fucking dudes. They, uh, they did a our,
3: tour friend, with, uh... our
2: friend, our friend, oh, yeah. Opus is an old head. So, Opus has yeah. his hands in, like, you know, his Hate Breed dudes and the fucking yeah. Soulfly dudes, like, all the old dudes. Well, Ross, who originally played guitar for Dead by Wednesday, left. They picked up fucking Rizzo. Mm-hmm. And I went to fucking Young Ones one night, and there's Mark Rizzo sitting doing an acoustic session with Dead by Wednesday. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And he's and like, they opened shredding for shredding uh... fucking flamenco shit on, like, an acoustic guitar. Yeah. Like They opened for, dude. Uh, he's like, a dude. D- Color, the dude from *In Living Color*. No, no not In Faith The no More, color. the guy, that, no more. Uh, the guy that died. Um, the original singer. The we care a lot, fucking. Yeah. Guy. Oh god.
1: Uh, oh, take my goddamn faith no more fan club membership away. Oh, what the hell was his name? I don't know. Take it now. It <laughs> You will know, we'll
2: be strapped. Really? Like, you still fucking, do you like send in your proof of purchase on cereal boxes yet too?
1: <laughs> yeah, I do actually. No. <laughs> a, who
2: this the picture. fuck joins fan clubs yet?
1: No, it was a joke. It was a
3: Yeah, no, of, of course, one. dude. That's
2: yeah. a
0: fucking card-carrying member of yeah. the Kiss Army yeah. right there.
1: Yeah, Damn sure. right I am. <laughs> 17 days. <laughs> 16 days. Sorry, yeah. 16 look, I'm, days.
0: Look, look, I'm sorry. I watched Kiss Meets the Phantom in the Park on TV, on ABC when it fucking... And premiered, so uh, I got is one the, better re- for
2: you. Here's the thing about uh, Kiss they have a lot of cool songs in ratio to f- amount of material they put out. Is not there, like, it's like I got lucky 10 times out of fucking 40. None of that matters. John will
3: suck every dick, in, in every me- dick in that band. In the meantime, Friday night,
1: me and the wife <laughs> stay swallow. Home. <laughs> and uh, remember uh, the trick or treat movie she that you dress
2: <laughs> up like Gene Simmons for, no, you for your birthday?
1: No. Yeah. I, oh, oh oh my birthday? God. It's like <laughs> <for> the weekend, <laughs> but uh um the trick-or-treat movie with, with gene and ozzy back in the
3: 80s uh-uh. only yeah. you would know this uh-uh. well
1: there's a movie called Tri- and we watched this on Friday. is it in
3: your vault no it's
1: not <laughs> but uh it, it, oh it's so bad you could see like the boom mic fall down in the middle
3: of it. that's not it's, what makes it bad
1: it is no it, gene the, the simmons stu- would <laughs> no, actually he's got, got a, a very on
2: scooby-doo now too
1: i have that too
2: <laughs> it's cool i look like ninja turtles i can't give you that much shit but uh I don't know. You guys got anything
3: else to do? Yeah. Oh, you we, God. We, yeah. I want to talk about Reverb quick. Okay. Let's like, talk what, about what's Reverb. What's coming up on Reverb? You know, we got Suffocation, and November cattle, 17th. Cattle Decapitation. Cattle, yeah. yes. Which is a fucking show that everybody has to Cattle's go to. Cattle's like one of my favorite bands. Oh, Top and five.
0: who was taken off? Visceral Discorge is now playing in place of somebody. I forget who was taken off the tour, but I just saw it the other day. Visceral Discorge is now not taking there. their place no no yeah. their oh, they're i can replacing. only imagine
2: what that fucking logo looks like with all those C's think out. of a lot of twigs yeah yeah, yeah like that, <laughs> <like> that <laughs> meme that goes around yeah.
3: with the sticks it's like yeah. what death metal it- band is this <laughs> <laughs> all right hill no. switch Engage is coming up yes 27th of november up? i yeah. think john bring it up
1: uh, I'm, I'm sorry,
0: big nose.
2: I'm trying.
1: I'm trying. I got uh, one. his stage name,
0: Christ.
2: Yeah. Do you have, do you have a fucking? Uh, do you ever have a, a scene name? Big yeah, nose. Big nose. Name. That's it. Yeah. Like like Austin's like Austin nose strip. And I was just here <laughs> because <of> work. <laughs> I worked. Like, Vader. Yeah just an enemy and then there's like you know justin sellout or uh, I mohawk I, sean i was always johnny. I of that
3: johnny johnny breathe right strip
2: like you didn't get like the <laughs> hyphen band name like johnny nation <laughs> no i never got any of that kind
1: of stuff i was johnny always aggression just johnny.
2: johnny aggression would have kicked ass i
1: know but you no that wouldn't so work more
0: chicks fucking johnny vader <laughs> jo- johnny breathe <laughs> right that's
2: Man, you
1: know what? I don't, like I don't like any of you guys. Fuck off. I'm trying to pull you this You don't Love have to us. like us.
2: I had it set. Oh, but, oh God. I had uh, it saved. Oh, and I, so yeah, there well, it is. I got it. I got it. it.
1: Yeah. It's about um, fucking time. Can you read? No, I can't, actually. Do your
2: bifocals out? Shut up. <laughs> <No. laughs> he never the, brave? Past the nose. <laughs> Obey Dude. the
1: Brave on November 11th. Uh, that looks like a
2: fucking... Yeah. Uh, it's
1: better than larry <laughs> but you should Over. still
3: like support it you know check it out <laughs> right
1: uh halfway to hell an acdc tribute band i checked it out because i love acdc oh, yeah, yeah. i'll go to that oh, Suff- suffocation november 17th yes, like you guys yes. said every if, if you like metal and you don't go to the show i'm revoking your metal card well let me Cattle tell you man.
0: something yeah because he's the- since 100%. since we always like he's to bring the membership up- guy <laughs> Since we like to bring up old shit on you're this, you're
2: probably a fucking extreme couponer, aren't you? No, <laughs> dude, I,
4: I got my tickets on Groupon. There
0: you go. Yeah, five bucks off. But what you were saying about <laughs> <laughs> my wife's Scottish, cheap. But uh, no, dude, think about it. Like we like to talk about old shows. Like, me and John seen, uh, that Lamore. that was, like, back in the day, that was the fucking club everybody wanted mm-hmm. to play. Like, we seen DSI there. Yeah. That was the club at DSI. That motherfucker
2: like, is so intense.
0: And so
1: racist. Met,
2: I met him at Reverb, and, like, came out, he had leather jacket on, you know, stick straight, black hair, fucking upside down, burnt cross, and he's like, hi, my name is Glenn. I'm like, holy fuck. Wait, you wait, like- did he
3: shake your hand? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Super- he came out. And we hugged him.
2: Dude, super intense. And then he was like, at the end of the night, I was like trying to go over show. And I'm like, yeah, like we get a, there's like a 50% merch cut. Like the whole, you know, club deal. That's how he's like, fuck, there is. Fuck you, motherfucker. Okay, okay Satan. <laughs> keep your merch money. Never mind. I'll keep my soul home, oh, your pickup trucks. they were touring in two pickup trucks.
0: Yep. Well, well, think about. it. They got in trouble because he shot a fucking squirrel in his front yard. like he was like, doing I thought you were gonna say a school
2: or Dude,
3: something like Oh no, no, squirrel. it was a squirrel. My wife sees him for the first time. <laughs> like I've seen them live, you know, before. Kirsten didn't. So she sees him for the first time, and they're done. She goes, He reminds me of a grandpa. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then what? he comes out. Yeah, then he comes out. she's like, reminds me of a sex machine. He's such from a good grandpa. Dawn. He comes out. <laughs> And he has this, like, Harley, like, jacket on. Like, this Harley yeah, Davidson le- the, the leather jacket. The yeah. school leather yeah, yeah. Yep. So he and comes he out, was... we're like, yo, what's up, man? He comes over, you know, he goes to shake a hand. We hug him. He's like, oh. And he leaves. She's like, oh, my God. I just hugged him. He's such a grandpa. He's so great. I'm like, yeah. With this <laughs> upset down <laughs> cross burning his fucking he, head. He, he was every sponsored by Harley
0: Davidson. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But yeah, that's he's... the
3: thing, like. But what I was
0: getting at was, was we went up to see suffocation with Frank and... They opened for Malevolent Creation yep. on the Damn. Retribution tour. Hey, I asked you to go, and on uh, a, retrib- a Retribution tour. Wow, there, I'm, there I'm was a, a fucking drunk. hurricane coming up the East Coast, so all the tunnels, like the Holland Tunnel, Lincoln, all that shit, was flooded out in New York. So we get there, and there was fucking fifteen people in the yep. club, and they fucking both played. We sat on the fucking retribution stage. Tour. My next, dude, my
3: next tunnel, life, my next life. If I will fucking make I was that coming, decision,
2: we were coming out of New York City one night in fucking Holland Tunnel, and this dude's got this like cherry fucking brand new Lincoln in front of us. It's like three a.m. Fucking dude is ping ponging off the walls of the Holland Tunnel, just smashing oh, geez, his geez, fucking geez, car up. Right. And uh, I'm like, what the fuck? And meanwhile, like Austin's in the back of the van, and he climbs up front over Jeff puts the fucking window down and he's just puking out the fucking window all over the side of the van in the Holland Tunnel. Dude's <laughs> crashing his fucking car all over the tunnel. I'm just driving. I'm like, well, that's fucking another night in fucking in the office. <laughs>
3: that's awesome, dude. Yeah, Can- they
2: always fucking did that shit. It's always weird. New York's always fucked weird. Dude, New York's it's fun always- though. As fucked up as it is. Always- Remember a
3: show that we went to with Dave Hoffman? Yeah, that was and the then- fucking campaign for musical destruction. And on the way back, we were like cruising through New York still and there was uh, like all these prostitutes that were out. <laughs> And Dave was like, oh. I mean, I'm talking like women in like <laughs> lingerie on the fucking street. Dude, I've never
2: seen it like I that. I remember going to D.C. for the first time when I was like 15 and seeing like hookers. Like, whoa. Dude,
0: a buddy of Check mine. that
2: chick's fucking butthole. Like, it was awesome. <laughs> but, <laughs> they're like out and about. Like, what's
3: up, do son? You, do
0: you remember Brian? Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, from this, Virginia?
0: Yeah. This dude I knew from, they used to go into the 930 club all the time mm-hmm. to see shows in Virginia. And one night, they, they decided they were going to fuck with hookers. So they pull up this hook and I'm like, well, hey, how much? And she's like, I don't know. Oh, baby, baby huh? Five bucks What do you I'll got give you a baby <laughs>
3: Five bucks.
0: So they were like, "Dude, we're just back fucking with 90s. you." The hooker leans in the window with a fucking switchblade, sticks it in his fucking dude's sack, and says, "If you don't fucking give me five bucks, I'm gonna cut your dick off." So they, they take off. That goes Ten back bucks to, like, later. The homeless
2: thing. Like you either give them twenty bucks or you get your shit stolen. Like you just give them twenty bucks.
0: Well, needless to say, they took off down you the road with the bucks, hooker.
2: Get your dick sucked. You get your five bucks. You get your dick cut off.
0: Well, the dude got his fucking balls cut open because Whoa. they took off down the road. She's hanging in the window and she cuts the dude's
3: fucking sack whoa <laughs> what about did he punch her oh punch no him. he was too busy screaming like a fucking bitch what about just bringing it from hookers to sluggernaut what about <laughs> <laughs> what about your shows do you have anything coming up um so
2: album comes out friday and then we're playing in front row virginia so what we did was we did a split cd with the dudes that used to be in kill car they're now in Pantero Smith. What do they call them? <laughs> what? Pan- what? Oh, that's I fucking awesome. awesome. Pantero Smith, dude. It's like a mashup logo and everything, like the Pantera P and the old Aerosmith A wing logo. I love it. Pretty is cool.
0: They,
1: is it like combined
2: Pantera and Aerosmith? Is like that, no, walk they, it's like it's a just, lady. They just stole their fucking name nice but uh yeah we did a split with those dudes um that's on the same record that's coming out friday it, we did it like those old kids books where it's like a day with mommy and then you flip <laughs> it upside down and it's a day with daddy so that's how the fucking cd works that's out. awesome that's but great. Uh, we're doing their release show for it on saturday in front row of virginia at a fucking house and these motherfuckers party like there's backyard wrestling set up like there's gonna be matches nice. and people getting thrown through fucking tables and hit with shit and guitar shots like, midget yeah maybe midget do we,
0: do we need to go to Virginia this weekend
2: we okay. can and then uh there's that and then Thanksgiving Eve um yeah. fuck I think this is 8th annual fucking I call it the Gloominous doom percents cause we always still got our fingers in it um homer's bar and grill in Fleetwood. we usually do a big fucking banger gloom doom gloom doom always put it on um right now it's fucking sluggernaut and american speedway so far oh nice I got room for one more is band is
3: gloom doom playing anything since you guys are kinda like so last night secret show
2: yeah last night was the first time we all played the five of us in like five years since floyd left um because austin got married and it was really funny because his wife was like can you guys play our wedding we're like nah fuck that fuck them he's an asshole fuck this shit we're not doing it and then austin pulled me aside like couple weeks later he's like yo you guys play and i'm like uh if floyd plays i'll play like that would be cool and then like it was it came back it was like riding a bicycle with no seat but <laughs> fucking uh we like it was cool because like we played for our friends we played for except people. for floyd
3: because i think when i tattooed him he was like dude it's a little rough
2: yeah well that mother like <laughs> he hasn't fucking played that style since he fucking wrote it you know but uh it was cool because we played for people that are involved like i'm like jamming last night i'm like that dude recorded a video they were in that video like that fucking dude was there when we did this. There's the fucking dude that dug the grave up. Like so He like, went to
3: the wedding?
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. So I'm
1: mad at myself because I didn't go. I was like, so, so like mad. it was
2: pretty cool, like intimate idea. So I don't know if we're gonna play shows for sure, but I think we'll take consider offers if they're fucking cool. Like in Front Royal we used to play at this place called the Turkey Barn. Dude had a fucking livestock of turkeys, and once he fucking sold them off to wherever they fucking they go get made into lunch meat or whatever the fuck. He'd clean this fucking place out, a giant fucking barn, you know, hundreds of feet long, and we'd set up a show in there, and it'd be, like, six bands, three backyard wrestling matches, Gloom Doom, and then fucking a DJ. And they'd put, like, three to five hundred people in this fucking turkey barn with dry fucking turkey shit dust totally off the radar like you're driving back low water bridges and dirt roads for fucking miles
3: asthma fest and then
2: there's just like <laughs> 500 awesome. fucking people raging beer pong tables set up everywhere there's a fucking buried alive match you fucking put dude in dirt and fucking chill like
0: Dude, not again if people don't know if fucking front royal is awesome like, yeah i loved front royal but, when uh, i lived out there
2: so yeah that's what we're playing this weekend um but yeah i don't know i mean if there's cool shit gloom doom might play it um, uh, I, got, I
0: got a show offer for
1: you. What? I got a show offer for you? I don't no. want to do Chatterbait. Not, not
0: my basement. Not chatterbait.
2: Chatterbait? <laughs> yes. Chatterbait.
1: What? If, what if I put a band together? <laughs> a certain band would gloom doom come out of retirement for that? Maybe. All right. The we'll t- talk. Out. We'll we talk off. O- we'll talk off of uh, off the. Off the recording here. Yeah, like, we
2: we consider the Turkey Barn because that that fucking place was always a party. Like, and, like, that was just as much as, like, the Killer Car Dudes did it. We'll
1: bring metal beer and bullshit with, too.
0: Well, we're talking about doing a metal beer and bullshit, like, show. show. So, like, I have, you know, bands that we reviewed that are, like, from Richmond. That's another
2: fucking place. um, We talked about you guys fucking doing shit up there. uh, The fucking coal mine tap room. Yes.
1: Oh, Oh, nice. nice. I I didn't get to tell you. I just talked to them. Yeah, we're
2: trying to do a, a trivia night. Thanksgiving Eve is our release show in Berks County. And then for what I so that's what's happening here. January fifth is our release show in Schuylkill County. And uh they got a, the chick that's running it now, she's super cool. She's Samantha. Like, yeah, yeah, Sam. Yeah. So Sam like, is
1: Sam is Sam's uh, I I love Sam. I, I would love to I love Sam.
2: <laughs> oh well,
3: well, well. You you'd yeah, love so I hope you yeah, don't like Yeah, Leanne, it my, right, my Leanne my wife's Turn it cool off with this. Turn it off my wife's cool she she has a good hand
1: <laughs> Sam is really <laughs> Sam is my oh she's such a sweetheart
2: but uh yeah that's I mean all that shit's happening I'm like making new fucking merch you know trying to offend
3: people do, are
0: you, do you do all the merch
2: I
3: print all the slugger shit that's yeah.
0: fucking great that's such a Glenn yeah, Dandy yeah, because, move
3: wait wait just a just segue right into that you own a printing yeah, company yeah uh,
2: Appalachian Mountain Printing and, which if uh, anybody
3: needs any printing needs you yeah, know look them up you guys got your Facebook do you have a facebook page facebook yeah. well I'll,
0: I'll make sure that gets up
2: on our yeah. facebook page yeah, yeah. um yeah i like i started printing because i couldn't afford fucking shirts when we were in 621 so then i started so taught myself and then i got jobs at different print shops and just learned more and more and then made my own and
0: then just went out on your own yeah
2: so i like i own my own and, and I who are you with one. like who who helps you uh my fucking partner justin justin uh he was in submarine screen door and he was in reservoir and then, like, yeah, that's another band I played drums for, Reservoir. We did a tour. They <laughs> did that, too. But, which, uh, which is
3: great, great printing. They do um, Death Threads um, stuff, and they do everybody else's stuff. It's not, like, our own yeah, stuff. Yeah, I did fucking... They do did all, all kinds of Warhouse good shit. Warehouse
2: Gym shit. I do Old Tigers, fucking punk band from York. York. Uh, so for local
3: just... local people, you know... Yeah, they're...
2: like, local bands, like, always hooking up local bands. I mean, I started because we were in bands, and make it cheaper, make it more efficient for fucking bands.
3: I
0: love that. There's just... Like, like I said, that's such a Glenn Danzig move. Like, mm. like he would print all their posters and all yeah, their yeah. shirts. Yep.
2: And yeah, we're working on... Um, Macabre does that, Because the fucking yeah, record's coming great. out. I got one in the works is coming out. Hopefully, I can print it this week. It's uh, the Domino's fucking logo. But it says Sluggernaut Riffs instead of Domino's Pizza. Riffs <laughs> in 30 minutes or less. Oh, that's fucking awesome.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then we're making another
2: one with fucking uh, Andrew Dice Clay on it. Just going to say shit-talking motherfucker <laughs> nice. on the back. But
3: you do shirts, hats, beer koozies,
2: posters. Yeah, can you put? just two flat socks we're doing yeah, so, those for the chameleon club
3: which is awesome so yeah. you know whatever you need you know just hit them up and uh they'll help you out like
0: i said you you will see the link on the facebook page uh, we kind of got off topic of the reverb schedule coming
1: up i always love i love pr- uh pushing them so here, i think here. i i think i left off at ha- uh halfway to hell um suffocation like i said everybody better no be November
3: there 17th
1: frank uh, frank mullen's last show i mean ever what? How Ever. could you not like, fucking show up?
3: Just I mean, that's that? that's middle history. And right he there. said
0: he's not doing any more right. shows after this. That's dude, it. I
3: wish I had my fucking Jesus Wept t shirt. I still do. Oh, I still do. Day. Yeah, tell me about it. My yeah, fucking parents
0: threw mine out. I still have it. I still have it. My dad didn't care. <laughs>
3: I wish. I wish I um, had it.
1: Kill Switch Engage, November twenty seventh. What size is it, John? Four X. The fucking
0: Sh- ten. You
3: weren't a fucking extra large back then. Yeah, I was. No,
0: yeah, you weren't. You,
3: you were a fucking little thing. You were. Yeah, but were I was still wearing not. XLs.
0: Yeah. I was still wearing XLs. Dude, you were wearing XLs in
3: grade. Wait, wait, grade, it's cotton, I, right? I don't like it. Yeah,
1: it is. I'll take it. Um, you want to give that to me.
3: It's the only thing that I fucking have.
1: Uh, that's pretty much on the metal front for relapse. You little dick. Um also, uh, One Center Square up there in uh, Easton. I'm not a big fan of. We we've talked about this in All the past. Right, well,
0: hold on a second. Let me. Yeah, I want to hear your this fucking because horses. you went up to see the, uh, suffocation, decrepit birth, the, yeah. worm witch. uh,
1: uh, uh what was Necrot, that? the night before the you night guys. Before we uh, saw Black Dahlia murder. Oh yeah,
3: yeah and yeah, Black yeah,
1: Dahlia yeah, murder. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So what did you think of the venue?
1: I, I thought the venue was it, it was laid out stupid. That's the only problem I had with venues. Yeah, I but mean,
3: what does that mean? To be totally
2: fair, 95% of venues are laid out. stupid because you're run down fucking warehouses or shovels. right. Yeah, but we
3: only know really. We, we only know reverb really. Like you so in, compared to walk in the like,
1: side. It's, it's it's on a corner property, and you walk in. And there's like a little vestibule, and then you walk in this other door, and then like right here is the stage. Like, Nobody
3: can see your okay, thing. What, what is vestibule? <laughs> uh, a vestibule? A little a little
1: room before you, you go into. Is <laughs> that
3: a foyer? Yeah, foyer, yeah, the foyer. Yeah, yeah. You'll do the same thing. You're like, like oh, well, let me take my shoes off here. When you
1: when you walk in the door, you walk right up a side of the stage
2: i feel like i always thought a vestibule is like something in a. it's the same thing it's just
1: like the little eh, waiting area
0: it's like where you pray where you buy merch right
1: <laughs> and well that would be the perfect spot for merch but no no let me finish the tour of this place like i said you walk in the door and to your right is the stage literally you could put your elbow on the fucking stage as you walk in right but it's barricaded off
3: so uh, you can't put your elbow right
0: on it. then there's so like, why the fuck even bring that up
3: yeah what the fuck what the, the fuck elbow?
1: <laughs> There's, there's a, a nice little, like, floor, dance floor area, whatever you want to call it. And then there's, like, it goes up a couple steps, and that's where, like, the soundboard is. And I'm talking, this is really fucking tiny, but they can fit 500 people in this. Is
0: there thing. a balcony in there as well?
1: Well, yeah, yeah, hold on. In this floor, you can fit 500 people, but it's like, where am I putting 500 people? It's literally the size of a postage stamp. You go upstairs. Is it like the chameleon? Kind of, but smaller. You go upstairs. Smaller than God, the chameleon? Yeah. Holy fuck. You go upstairs, and that's where they have all the merch at. And it's like, okay, why wouldn't you do this down in that little foyer? Because uh,
3: they obviously can't fucking fit. Apparently, you could, and this, this foyer is probably as big as this fucking room. Nobody knows what
1: this room is. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> to look down at the stage, you have to be right at this balcony area, like right on top, like of the it. chameleon, like because you got to look down. That's
2: the butts, like that.
1: And it, yeah. the sound was great. The club was laid out stupid. The promoters an ass. That's about as far as I can go with this. Well, yeah. with, with the chameleon, in no, 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 no um, but. Center uh, Square,
2: a- a- it's what happens. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Everyone knows Tom Taylor. No. We- so, so what ends up
3: happening, like you know, at that point, like you end up going to the show, you see this venue, and you're like, oh yeah, this is great, but it's laid out crazy. And then do you continue to go to this place to see shows? I haven't shows? been, to, this, I haven't been like-
1: to that place in a year. All right. Yeah, it's,
3: like, but, it's one of those like.
1: But they do have some good shows coming. They do bring in half decent bands
2: that you can't see anywhere else. you said like like the thing like reverb. The reason reverb is cool like in my opinion and not because i had like I help up we love reverb
1: <laughs> me too just so you know
2: <laughs> it was when it was started like originally managed like with frank and chris and then, like everyone in there was a musician yeah we came all from knew musicians what fucking sucked m- and like for what, what we didn't want other people to deal with you know like for example who the fuck likes loading upstairs at the trocadero oh my god that's suck fucking... my balls i like, think that <laughs> Like, get who in the, the fuck wants to drive to fucks? Philly,
3: though? Like, that, yeah. that's my thing.
1: Like, I, as, a, as a person who goes to for shows... yesterday a fucking hockey game, and it, was, it took me three hours like, to get there.
3: Like, my thing is, like, I don't want to drive to Philly. Dude, on the way you, down, you're excited. Yeah, it's like, we're going to a fucking show. But yeah, on and the on the way, way up, back, you're fucking you're like, drunk. what the fuck, dude? So, two shows in Philly, you're like, I don't want to do Philly shows anymore. Yeah. So, Reverb just, like, fills that gap. That's like, yeah. you don't have to drive far if you live but, in this area.
0: Yeah, but, you know, the thing with Reverb is, like, fucking nobody comes here to see it. So... I think it's. We went to see Marduk. How many people were there from fucking Marduk? How many? How, you're wait, not gonna get the chance to go well see a fucking sh- major fucking black metal banners like 20 people. You in put
2: the that show place. in Baltimore,
1: and that show's fucking packed.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. So
2: reverb's like at a. I think reverb has finally solidified itself. After I mean, it's been seven years now. Has it been seven? Yeah. 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 Croc Rock is finally fucking torn down. It, it's um, dust. Yeah, totally dust. So it's not even a fucking thought to anyone anymore. But it's and also like,
3: hard to get reverb like information out there. Like it's. It's hard to find it like they don't really advertise as much as they could to get people to know like we we tattoo so i, I get, tattoo. it. i get and, it
2: on the i see it a lot on the wimpy gram mm-hmm. fucking pops up i always get i know but I,
3: I we tattoo and we talk to people at shows all the time i'm mm-hmm. like yeah Yo, you going to this show this weekend half the people don't even know that one it, the, the show's happening let alone that reverb is a club like people don't even know they're like where the fuck is that so i'm like ninth and pike and they're like i don't know i'm like 1402 oh yeah I'm like it's the same fucking building yeah, it's been so in my brain I'm like years. I don't understand there's why there's giant fucking signs around the whole building that say reverb I know but at the end of the day I think like saying it and merchandising or, or advertising yeah. or bringing it out is it's, it's two it, things. It's so,
2: well, I mean, like, I, when I was a kid and I was going shows, I looked forward to that back page of, like, what was it?
0: East Fifth Coast Rocker was the big it, one for us.
2: Weekender or some shit the that Weekender had the, and had the Croc Eagle. Rock ad in the back.
0: Oh, oh okay. Pulse mm-hmm. uh, um, Weekly.
3: Yeah. yeah, but just remember, the Croc Rock is no longer available. But, like,
2: those dudes had it on fucking lock, and I could look at that and look at shows for the next three months.
3: Who did the
0: shows for Croc Rocks?
3: that just killer. another way Tommy of advertising. Tommy,
4: yeah,
1: Tommy <sighs> Taylor, the same guy that does One Center Square.
0: Cause there was a dude that did shows up in Allentown, Skip Horn. Yep, he did
1: a couple at at, at
3: Croc. Yeah, and
2: Skip. He yeah. did.
0: Skip did a lot of shows.
1: Doesn't
2: he do Jabber Jaws now?
0: No, he stopped doing Jabber, oh,
1: Jabber really? Jaws. He
2: doesn't. He does shows here and there. Jabber Jaws is so scary. Really? It's such a weird place. Kind of cool. They like build a stage in it, but isn't that like right where that fucking car bomb went off? I, like a couple I have weeks no ago? idea. I've never Holy been. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, a car bomb went off. Was like that the, the way road? to fucking advertise? Fucking family. Mm. Yeah. I've like n- these people show up but didn't
1: but the weird thing about Jabberjaws Jaws <laughs> is a band like Grim Reaper or, or Steve uh, Steve Gromit from Grim Reaper he went out on his own and you know how bands there's Grim Reaper and there's well there's like Jack Russell and Jack Russell's Great White yeah you know? but uh, anyway Grim Reaper Steve Gromit's Grim Reaper played there that place was fucking packed you put Grim Reaper at Reverb there's four people there it's because
2: uh, you're closer to the fucking Jersey and but shit he, and,
3: uh, yeah at the end uh, of the day he that's, gets,
1: that's more location than he gets he got Raven there uh, it wasn't at uh, Jabber but he had Raven at some place up in Lehigh, and the place was fucking packed!
4: But
3: you, put, you bring like, in those stripper, like, The like, male strippers totally And the fucking, fucking place is too,
4: fucking
2: like, loaded Not even being like impartial Because of who my friends are Like Reaver was so much better laid out Than Croc Rock ever yes, was Dude
3: yes. I love her I love like, and don't I love me right, Reaver. Like, Yeah Reaver Croc- shit
2: Crocodile Rock Like I went to a lot of shows there You played, a, a, lot played there. a lot of shows there I played a lot of shows there Played with Guar there
1: I played there twice um,
2: But that place could have been set up So much better Like they worried too much About painting fucking palm trees On the wall Yeah Then like where the merch was Could have been like the whole Loading area for the fucking band move the and stage from fucking five foot and then boom you're done load the kids in through that weird fucking sex cave side door thing <laughs> literally adults in through the fucking bar Easy. But, like, no. Like, let's paint more palm trees and stupid I, alligators on shit. I don't know.
0: For me, like, back in the day, Allentown, it was Airport Music Hall. Yeah. That's where the fuck you went. And Airport that, Music that Hall was laid out. Airport Music
3: about, Hall and the Ritz were the fa- best fucking places yeah, yeah. in Airport I Music Hall was laid to.
0: out so perfect. It was an old, uh, I well, don't Minus that fucking, you, minus that stupid fucking pole right in the middle of the yeah. floor where fucking skinheads would run fucking dudes' faces into. This, this is before your time like story. It was, it was an old,
1: it was like Reverb. It was an old grocery store. Yeah. And uh, basically, you came in through the ba- well. You came in through the front, but the side door in this alley was where the bands loaded in. Yeah. At. It was a huge, just wide open space with a balcony. But the balcony sat back a good, you know, couple million feet, whatever it was. That that was all <laughs> twenty-one and over. But you had a good space that you weren't like looking down yeah. at the floor well, or looking down at the stage. The I mean, Mike's it over like there, Mike. Uh,
0: yeah.
3: Union transfer. What I love. What I love yes, about reverb. Exactly
1: like Union Transfer. What
3: I love about reverb and has nothing to do with reverb is the fact that like as a person coming in to watch a band the bands come out and actually yeah. interact with yes. the people like it's like such a small club even though it isn't but it, it has such a small club feel that when you go there it's not a big deal to see these people come out and interact with the crowd and the thing about it is like and i fucking I love that i
2: don't know if you're ever in the green room of reverb you don't have to leave that fucking room like no. if you're up there there's a window you can sit in there yeah, you can and see look. down you can mm-hmm. see the whole fucking stage like you don't have <laughs> to come down and be in Involved mm-hmm. at all, well, but
3: but, it, uh, but as a as a customer who comes in that doesn't yeah. have access to that area, like you can honestly meet the band yeah, at any just, point yeah. in time after they're done. They usually come out. They go to you the know, bar. You were hanging hang out, out with
0: obituary afterwards. Dude, that's, that's, afterwards
3: yep. It's amazing. Fuck man, it. I hung out with Chris Jericho one
2: night, <laughs> <It's like laughs> fucking three in the morning. <laughs> well, wow. you you were part of the
1: building of Reverb, and and so was I a little bit. Um, the one thing about Reverb for musicians, if you tell me when you walk off that, and I tell people this all the time you walk off that stage from playing and you tell me you couldn't hear what you needed to hear you're fucking deaf or you didn't ask for it yeah that's sure. that was one dude, of the big rules they, they've always of, of of reverb when they built it was. well they took
2: they had the whole they got the whole sound system from silo right they bought that no oh, shit um mm-hmm. and every they had mike Rackett did sound the first couple years he moved on uh casey bampton was his monitor dude and fucking mm-hmm. right hand then he took over sound for a while and he still does sound locally and then now it's dave haas and I don't know who exactly does monitors. I a Brook, This girl Brooke does monitors. But, like, dude, it's fucking right there. Like, if if you, you look over, you see your monitor, dude, you just ask for if you, it. Yeah, Dave's a good
0: dude, there. man. I, yeah. I know Dave. Like,
1: well, I went Dave to school with Dave. Dave was in
2: Mushmouth before I was in Mushmouth.
1: All right. Yeah. yeah. If you, like I said, if, for musicians, if you walk off that stage and you say, oh, I can't hear the drums, you didn't ask.
2: There's side fills out the ass on that yeah.
3: fucking stage. There, there's oh, many that's...
1: a times that between playing drums or singing, I had to tell him, look, turn this shit down. It's too fucking loud.
3: Well, dude, we we went. We go there all the time. Like, right. I I love going to Reverb Out of all the bands That have played there There's a couple That are the, the best Sounding bands And not because They're the best bands Just right, the right. sound there Soulfly when they came They were fucking on point Like yeah. <laughs> The sound for some reason Was in that place Was just like It was perfect oh, We Pitcher saw Ray Kitty was there fucking- oh, It was pretty good I, yeah, they I, were. I left you know, Halfway you know, through Kitty Because I couldn't Take the some, fucking so treble it,
2: It's funny sometimes Because like These bands will roll in With their front They bring their own Front of House guy And like That motherfucker Like He doesn't understand not act- understand the room yeah. or like yep. whatever and like he can't fucking mix it. And like some dude's coming in with the front of house guy and he's on fucking point. Children
1: of Bodom, I'm not a big fan but they sounded They sounded, sounded great fucking there. Fucking amazing there. They might have been one of my favorite they, they, sounding they, shows. It's I mean besides the guy trying torfus. to make out
3: like the guitar really? player Lexus trying to make out with the fucking <laughs> keyboard player the <laughs> yeah. whole fucking night. I'm like just fucking make out with him and stay in the fucking front dude. <laughs> yeah. Other than that they sounded great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that dude still totally, is gotta be good. Dude, I Alexis? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again. Every every fucking time he had it, uh, I don't have to sing. I'm gonna go back here and basically like make love to this guy with. That's alright, dude. They're from face.
0: Finland. That's fine. I'm like, there. what
3: the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Whatever. You kiss whoever you want. He's fucking Squiscar, dude. He's like real life Squiscar from fucking Melodic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: like that. Like uh, when you like look at that. Yeah. Fuck it. I like Nathan Explosion is fucking uh, corpse grinder 135 oh, yeah. percent, and fucking Squiscar is that guy. <laughs>
3: Did you go to... Murder Face is uh, Shane Embry
1: from Napalm Death. Yeah. He's gotta yeah. be. The bass player? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, yeah.
3: For sure. Did you um, go to... Oh.
1: God <laughs> but, damn it. Um Oh, we got so sidetracked with one center square. Until um, I pull this up, uh, devil drivers coming there.
2: Goat horse playing
0: there with
1: the yeah. casualties. Is, which so we'll, wait, you well, said you said Tom,
2: Tom books one center square. Yeah, Tom's been around for a long time. Tom, uh, Tom knows a lot of people. Uh, he's treated his nationals fair, and that's why he still gets his nationals. Right. But yeah, I mean, he's a fucking businessman. But uh, that's he. Yeah, he's built a reputation for years fucking with nationals. So that's why he's pulling them because he booked crack rock. Um, so he knows how to work that area. Like the he nin- made a living off that area, so he's obviously doing something right. He
0: seems to do pretty well. I mean, that place yeah. is always fucking I mean, packed I, when you see.
2: I know Tom, and Tom will fucking 110%. I will bust his balls about his highlights and his pink fucking shirts and his fucking spray tan. But- he
1: so wants to be Randy Orton. <laughs> <laughs> Since you said about wrestling, you'll you'll understand yeah. that. He yeah. so wants to be Randy Orton.
2: Yeah.
1: But uh, the 19th, they have Mushroom Mushroomhead, uh, if anybody God, cares.
2: fuck that band. Yeah. <laughs> They Anybody cares? Right. The Fuck 20th. Them is right. And People that is are... not
1: getting fucking edited out. The 20th of October, Puddle of Mud. I, I'm not a fan, but I love watching that their video. At? At that re- Fuel's coming up there on uh, the 27th. Whitechapel, the 13th. Uh, the 3rd of uh, November. Devil Driver, the
2: 6th. Like, li- oh, Green
1: sure? Jello, the 19th. Are you sure this
2: isn't a crock Rock? Whole lineup's just like, it's, like, like, it's like the same it's fucking thing. Yeah, they exactly. just moved, like, you like, you get it moved buildings. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, that's the. the so, cool. are there like 30 well,
2: bands opening for them in the basement? Probably. <laughs>
1: There, that's A the whole on, cool when's it. Goat
0: Whore playing? Goat Whore passed. No, no, no. no. That's November, dude. That's November There was nothing on their,
1: on their page.
0: It's either November, beginning of December, Goat Whore with
1: the casualties. Yeah, Cajuns. it's November. the end.
2: Goat Whore of- yes. yes. That's yep. fucking weird.
0: It, it's, but it's cool,
1: though, yep. isn't it? now? Yeah.
2: So Gloom Doom The
1: last show that they have on there is Gloom November Doom 18th second show ever
2: was with Cattle Decapitation and Goat Horror Croc Rock <sighs> and I'll never forget my buddy's like super normie fucking ginger girlfriend dude from Goat Horror comes up he goes <laughs> can you tie my gauntlet and he puts his arm out and like she had to tie his fucking big leather spike gauntlet for him Dude <laughs>
0: we were down at Death Fest this year and and started talking to this dude that had a leather stand set up and he was like yeah I make all the shit for Goat Horror and I was like what? and he was trying to sell Juan a fucking concrete Baphomet for do, fucking two hundred dollars <laughs> and and like, But Go Horror played a free show up like in the pub, like right across Dude, the street. I saw from...
2: I saw Go Horror at Championship in Lemoyne. are we ever there? No. It, yeah. It's just it's Friday, November thirtieth, wow, two thousand eighteen. I, <laughs> I was just on their website. Go there the casualties, Square. Black
3: Square Room,
1: Great American Ghost Shit, I was just on their website and it wasn't but, even there. Uh,
2: yeah, Go Horror and Black Diamond Rider for like twelve bucks. That was probably like two thousand nine. That's amazing. Really they, cool.
0: they, they they did a hell of a show. So, like, I think there was what, maybe a hundred people in that. That dude that loves bar.
2: flicking his tongue playing air guitar.
0: Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> the chameleon. No. Shit. I was, like I said, I was
1: just on their website and it wasn't there. It so, stopped at the 18th. It's okay, John. Yeah, well, it's fuck okay. them. Anyway, um, uh, la, 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 the chameleon, Real Big Fish is there on the 21st. Oh, yeah. Um, Sebastian Bach on the 24th. I know uh, all <laughs> yeah! you guys are going to be there. Man, uh, when
2: he got fucking knocked out on that shitty reality show, yeah. that's awesome.
1: <laughs> no, November 5th, uh, Cannibal Corpse. Devil Driver on the 7th. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I kind of want to go to the show. You guys are all going to punch me. The Chris Robinson Brotherhood. I, so, Sorry, I like the Black Crowes. I
0: do too, so I can't.
1: Uh, POD on December 9th. Eh. From Ashes to New, December 14th. I never got into that band, but I know a lot of people like them. It sounds uh, like a dirt, Yeah, it is. <laughs> Jimmy's Chicken Shack on uh, December 22nd. Can't I I that kn-
2: fucking band's so placed.
1: But you know what's really funny? Because they're from that area, that place will be so goddamn packed, it will not even be
0: fun. I seen them at the Chili Fest in DC one year. That fucking place was packed.
2: I saw them. They played reverb. Did, but I saw them at Blue Marsh Ski Slope. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, they were the X, 1057X used to do like winter snow blasts. Yeah. And I think Jimmy's Chicken Shack headlined the one year, and then Clutch headlined the year before. Oh, oh Jesus. At I like, Marsh. Yeah, I yeah. was like, 15, Holy shit. And that got me on my fucking Clutch thing. And Clutch is one of my favorite bands. <laughs> oh, I love <laughs> Clutch. But Can't I saw stand him in the fucking snow.
1: I tried. I tried so many times. You like I like Kiss. like
2: Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> like Kiss. That's right. Yeah, but
1: the, but Clu- I saw Clutch, Clutch open for Ripping Corpse. Well, so well and Brutal to, Truth. to no, be
3: with you. To be truthful, he loves. Gene Simmons. I was Studio One. You yeah, did, did you, I was Cl- there. You need to go Studio One. Clutch has put job. out
2: more songs. I will, that are better than Kiss songs. Oh, you're. you're, get, did, out you're out here, Clutch, get out I
0: I of out here, Clutch. I think are all big Kiss fans too. If yeah, I'm, I'm not sure they are. I'm just, again, In the meantime, you know what I so will is give Clutch. John's butthole. <laughs> I will
1: give Clutch one. I. I. Okay. I do. <laughs> I get that they're. I'm not a fan. But I will give them this. That band's going on what thirty some years now. There's never been a lineup change. No. those. Holy
2: shit. Did you see a YouTube video I posted the other week? Fucking Sepultura and Clutch. Playing showgun named Marcus together. Yeah, my fucking mind was blown. I'm like, holy shit! It's like two of my favorite bands.
1: Yeah, they That's uh, amazing. Clutch. Clutch is literally never going through a lineup change. They've been friends with each other from like they're just bringing
2: in and out a keyboard player. That's like the only reason yeah, They've Yeah, they've
1: been friends with each other wow. from like junior high. So think about it. You're to, you're talking forty years now. But and I think Neil Fallon has a really good voice. I really mm-hmm. do. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not into it. Yeah.
0: I think they're either love them or you don't. Right. There's I, no in betweens
1: with Clutch. Yeah. But yeah, I've I've seen them open for Brutal Truth. Truth. I've well, seen them open for incantation. They got
2: like that really weird, because like, a lot of fucking old heads will hate on the new shit. Mm. And I'm just like, I like it all. It's yeah. kind of like Sepultura, like, I picked up Sepultura with roots, and then I had to backtrack. <laughs> oh, I so, loved like, the
3: beginning uh, of Sepultura, I Oh, uh,
1: man. Yeah. I remember hearing Beneath the Remains the first time, and just going, huh? Yeah. So, yeah, they yes. were, and Arise, when, when, when Arise came out, I was so, we, we were in a border side at that time, Arise was just so, I remember driving around with you, and just, all it was was arise arise, arise. yeah well so, we've seen
0: arise I mean, up yeah. at the airport music hall with napalm death I, mean, I had to fucking work Ugh. sacred so, right so
2: you you heard the fucking rumors going around right what's that the fucking uh i think it's arise and the fuck's the other record roots now uh, beneath the remains ksad ksad Ooh. i think it's arise and ksad tour with the brothers okay, is okay. What i'm hearing i've, I've, I've heard, heard that rumor cool. too yeah I'd yeah, well, they think but, I, I
3: th- well at least max does it, it most of the time yeah he always does a
2: couple songs but then like they did the Roots one but now I heard they're gonna do this one like the next year you, you know I'm which, like, I'll get I'm, fucking thrown out of that shit I'm
1: gonna go back to I'm gonna go back and try <laughs> Roots again I really hated that album
3: I like that album I thought it really album was cool. fucking terrible I, I, but see that's where I, I think like it. Sepultura was going in Soulfly's direction see I like that album it was like it wasn't fast but it was more like it was heavy some of it was I, was, I wasn't I mm-hmm. wasn't a
1: big fan of Chaos AD
3: either
0: so I love but, Chaos AD
1: I could I thought, I, thought was was out, nah. <laughs> I thought it was too
3: hardcore Get out Go so. to so. the bathroom
0: I thought it was too hardcore Go fucking dye your beard
3: What about Do you like Chromax? <laughs>
2: uh, yes. Did you ever listen to Alpha and Omega But Chromax? Yes, Chromex? that is a great album It's like a super metal record Yeah it's
0: Seen them at
1: Unisound badass. Club Ancient
2: Dreams, Yeah, for sure I, I almost them. got my yeah.
1: ass killed At that show I yeah. played
3: it on With, with Sluggernaut <laughs> The good old Unisound oh, wow. It always yeah. makes it Into the podcast Did, did you yeah. I don't, I don't know if anybody <laughs> Noticed I, I, po- I posted a
1: picture Of what Unisound Looks like today I saw that It's a tire place Yeah, it's like a the entire used car yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you guys got left.
3: That's it. Nothing. Nothing. You got anything else I mean, to, add you to, got something to add to your. I don't know, band days, uh, things, anything anything going on. I know Sluggernaut C is coming out. Ready and we're gonna and we're gonna, gonna listen to people. at the end of this podcast. Yeah, gonna, dude, if you don't mind, we're, we're gonna, gonna end, end, end it on a fucking Sluggernaut song. Yeah, but we're gonna Well we're gonna end up playing, you know, a bunch of songs Did you listen songs. to the whole thing? Yeah of sort 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 i sort of I of sort of sort of sort of sort of sort of its i do not either because sort of you of <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now, because the third, the third one on my list that I got was mastering the art. Well, mastering the art. Sorry, it doesn't show me on here. I might as, as well as start playing them. Fucking that's Floyd. The song my that you guys
1: played. time you played it and I, I, I went nuts because that. You rip like was bastard fu- grave. Okay, that's the one with
2: that. That's fucking one. Rip that, that one's that was... about digging up a dog skull, which I really happened that... to. Fucking so. Art of the deal. Floyd. Floyd buys some flips mini bikes and motorcycles. or like all kinds of weird shit. And uh, yeah, your fucking vibrator's gone. Holy fuck, (laughs) fucking talk about
3: me. So, uh, well, here we go, John.
2: Floyd was trying to sell like a fucking Yamaha four-wheeler or some shit. You have to ask him about this if you have a mark. And the dude was like, oh, well, did you do this and did you do that to it? And Floyd's like, listen, man, I'm just telling you what I did to it. Like, I put new brakes on it and I fucking did this, did that, give it an oil change. Scott spark. It fucking runs. It is what it is. I know it's not the best four-wheeler, but it's a fucking four-wheeler. And the dude's like, listen, obviously you're just a fucking child. And I've been working on these before you could even fucking jerk off. And he started like coming out Floyd really hard. And Floyd was like fuck you, you piece of shit and like yeah like they're texting back and forth and he's like you want to sell this or not fluid like, i ain't selling shit to you go buy your fucking kid a segway wow <laughs> so, yeah so <laughs> Floyd shows up at my house fucking pissed he's like this motherfucker and he's like i wrote this fucking song and that whole song that's what it's about fucking uh him trying to sell his shit on craigslist and this dude fucking yelling at him i thought what are the lyrics uh so many deals righteous spies living in a world of lies you think you're smart you're fucking cool but we're slugger out we fucking rule <laughs> eat shit cocksucker don't tell me how to sell my shit sodomite cunt bitch of a motherfucker
1: <laughs> and these are all copyrighted
2: yeah, yeah but yeah that's what that fucking song's about and then i like we called it art of the deal and everyone's like you know it's a donald trump book i don't no i don't but i don't give a fuck either like whatever but all right
1: well we'll play that in in well why don't play that
2: on the
0: way out
1: yeah let's all right Let's do that. So yeah. let's. Uh,
0: hey, dude! Thanks a lot for coming on the show. Yeah, we no really problem, appreciate man. it. And
1: the, I gotta say, this was one thanks of the hardest the interviews beers. that I had to do because I know him, and I this could have went wait,
3: on for another wait, four wait, hours. Wait, 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 What do you think of the cut Sound Birch beer versus oh, the yeah, Redding the, Birch? We beer. haven't. The Redding We're
2: Birch beer has way more carbonation. There we <laughs> go. Is that yeah. good or bad? It's good. There we All go. Right. go. Do you guys want to run through our beer? All right, really
1: quick. All right. Um, the Hitchhiker Octoberfest. I loved it. I I didn't try. it. I had no problems with it. Uh, Evil Genius Trick or Treat Chocolate Pumpkin Oh the Trick or
3: Treat That was um, Yeah Porter Not mm. too bad There's It was a medium. That? What is that
1: medium. medium No that's, a, oh, that's If a you look medium. at it It's an E But it has a bottle of, uh, But yeah. it's also If a you K. look
2: at it From an angle It looks like a swaska. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> yeah well
3: It's uh So it's true
1: Dogfish <laughs> Head uh, Pumpkin uh, Pumpkin Ale uh, I, I love that dude, I thought Yeah, yeah awesome. I dug that Loved
0: Fucking it. totally um, This
1: one here The fake pumpkin Dude I fucking love that IPA Really I fucking hated it Slope Brewing I'm um, giving one no IPA. I didn't like it either, one It
3: like cat piss. It, it was just. <laughs> oh, dude, no. you fuckers have no taste us. whatsoever. Uh,
1: and then uh, I brought this specially for Juan tonight. Um, the double chocolate style from Rogue. Yeah, it was alright. Yeah, that was pretty good. It was chocolate it was heavy. I liked it. I like so it was all thick, right. Do you make, How about we have? Can s- you make
2: milkshakes with that booze? Yes, you can. You, you could. Yeah. Yes,
1: you can. So,
3: <laughs> but uh, <all laughs> right. I'm
0: happy. What are you guys thinking? Right. How about we have Slugger play us off? Go for it.
3: Let's right. play the Dude. album. Thank you, store later, you fuckers. Call. Yeah, thank you.